from Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. And a question of psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. chasing a bird right yeah they do oh yeah it's like a little they couldn't get that you probably used to do the real thing welcome to the show everybody this is yes. keith pazel we're here on a sunday afternoon yeah there it is you see, you see on the string watching yeah, a little it. television adam crocious is here yeah he you kind of snapped me out because i was going to do a show tonight like at yeah. night and then you hit me up and we're like you want to record at 1 30 and i was like did i plan with crocious to record <laughs> and i got excited because i was like he wants to like watch well, he wants to do the show I want to do the show you know i, I haven't come here in a couple weeks i gotta be here it's been a while i feel you know yeah it's been know. a while been a while yeah, exactly but we're watching well, well again there's a new format to the show there is a new format, which is again which is a, is a good idea it's the idea that we're going to just start when we channel surf, which is part of the show. Mm-hmm. We're going to start from channel two and just and go just down work our and way just up. work our way down. Yeah. That's what I did uh, last uh, week. And yeah. it seemed to to work well. Uh, that, that's a decent structure because this programming right now to take so on this football is, the incre- here's, is mind-blowing. Oh, my favorite thing is especially during the Super Bowl. Oh. Like my favorite thing to do is watch shows that are on during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because the, it's like. High school volleyball championships <laughs> I know, I know. because all the seasons are culminating. Like yeah. ever, all like so you have you see poor dads in the stands that can't watch the Super Bowl because oh. their daughter is playing fucking varsity so- oh. volleyball at fucking Marshall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right. It's all these weird. Didn't they have the Puppy Bowl? Was one of the things? Oh, the they Puppy had? Bowl still happens. Yeah, yeah. You right see, what I remember, what I remember was the Bud Bowl when I was in college. The very first Bud Bowl. Which was Budweiser and Bud Light took each other on, you know, and uh, they had this mock football game in the uh, Joe Montana to John Taylor Super Bowl. Super Bowl 23, I believe that was. Super Bowl 2, you know, 3. You know, which was, again, which was uh, Montana and the Niners beating the Bengals. And they had the Bud Bowl. That was also a thing they have for, you know, a little uh, thing. But anyway, yeah. So now this is uh, this is K set channel three. This is the African Americans eighteen. This is probably like Ken Burns. This is Kenneth Burns right now. Yeah, yeah documentary story exactly. Kenneth Burns, brother. Oh yeah, th- yeah. This is this is 
civil war. Like, yeah. Having to deal with that shit. So that must have been like, pretty bizarre. Kenneth you know Burns. I mean? It's Ken Burns hadn't tackled slavery yet. Uh, uh, he, well, uh, he probably uh, in the civil in war. In the civil war, yeah. No, th this is a knockoff. But they're not going to let some peckerwood <laughs> do the slave story. I don't story. know, man. Maybe, you know, maybe they would. You know, Naval we blockading force. Yeah. Slaving was so lucrative. Was of course, I mean, again, oh, that that's what that the movie The Woman King we saw. That's a big part of it. Is like how these even the African nations took part in it, and it was oh, and, of and and at, at a certain point, even they were like bound to like we're stuck here now because we make so much money doing this. We even cut though, this deal, even yeah. though we don't like it. Like the, we'd go poor. We'd well, exactly. In, we'd be in the Po house. Well, yeah, what else are they going to do? I mean, that was. I just watched Lincoln again this week. I hadn't seen Lincoln he talks, in years. Doesn't he talk all femi in that movie? Well, no, it's. Well, I guess it was very much. Supposedly, Abraham Lincoln's voice was a very kind of high register voice. Like, he yeah. can't talk with a high. But he had a very loquacious. It, 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 it was kind of high pitched. He was intellectual. Ken, rumor was he might have been gay. Yeah, that Ken, was the rumor about Lincoln. He might have been gay. Ken Witzkel <laughs> read. Ken Witzkel read the, the biography of Lincoln. And I guess in in the biography of Lincoln, it says like he had Greco nude Greco Roman wrestling matches. Well, with I his... think that people did that back like in the 1830s and shit. <laughs> yeah, you know that, that's got you'd wrestle around and like <laughs> you know, this weird sort. Of, but it's totally good because it does a very good job of explaining kind of the politics that they got that went into passing the the amendment to abolish slavery. You know, yet they don't they don't go into the details of the language that has opened it up for, oh, we're going to have mass incarceration. That, of course, was not handled. You know, right. it's just like, God, it's so gross. Look like, how they looked so racist. Oh, oh I do think if they were like, hey, we're about to snap a pic, look a little kind. <laughs> well, they didn't even know what the it was newfangled technology. You know, they, they had no idea how to react to a shot. It was that big powder thing that blew up. That, that big thing. I mean, we're talking crude photography. Although the Civil War had had basic photography, it was because I know the uh, the uh, Gettys was the Gettysburg Address. You know the the Lincoln speech that he he's actually caught on a very grainy film on that. You know, we're oh, gonna film the, Yeah, absolutely. Given a, oh speech. yeah, there's like little pieces of his voice. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. available. Yeah, yeah, it's very, the very. Someone was scratching a plate when he was talking yeah, one day, exactly. and the waves got caught. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, exactly. You know, so if you watch it, it goes a lot into the slavery thing and just, you know, whatever. I mean, it was one quarter of the nation's millionaires lived in the Mississippi Delta back then. The Mississippi Delta, which is deemed one of the poorest parts of the country now, at one time had a quarter of the country's millionaires all off the slave the trade. The home of blues. All, all off the slave trade, you know, and it's just like, wow, that was the core of it. You know, it's like, I mean, that's, you know, that's what it was. The nature of capitalism was a under attack it was morphing into something different like slavery and so no we can do it in a better way a more cost-effective way we can give them a false hope of something <laughs> we can gather their mind as opposed to just brute force you know yeah do this do that you know no we, there's better ways of manipulating people you know it was also you know whatever it, there was a bull market on people as they yeah, it's pretty crazy you know <laughs> you know it's to channel four this is weird. We got nightly news on at 3.30 p.m. because this is the West Coast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> See what's going on in the world. Historic a moon. Step toward justice. Historic moon mission. What, proving to people that it's real? Oh, th they're Lockerbie doing Scotland. with that. Lockerbie, Scotland. That was fucking 34 years ago. <clears throat> yeah, I was actually just watching a bunch of like 
pl- uh, plane crashes from the 70s and stuff oh, like that. Oh, it's fucking fascinating. There was, there was an air. It's fascinating. Uh, I, I go down that YouTube hole. Absolutely. I've watched a good four or five. You know, like I have enough to talk about it. I have enough you know, to talk you know, I mean, the one on the, it. I'm sorry to say this, the one on the Canary Islands, that's an epic plane yeah, crash. That, there was one that, uh, that was another bomb. It was, I think, Thai Air or it was some, some, uh, what the fuck was it? India Air in the, in yeah. the 70s. Yeah. Got blown up. There was, and it was like some dude, it was the beginning of people needing to prove that you're actually getting on the plane. Cause this dude checked into the airport and checked yeah. his luggage. And then didn't get on the airplane. Oh, so after it blew up, everybody was like, why would you check a bag and not <clears throat> then check and see if that guy got? Yeah. And like how it happened is, God, the lady it was w- so loose. Well, you know? the dude was being really mean to the lady. She was telling him, like, you can't you have to, like, prove that you're on this flight. I can't just check the bag. And he started yeah. screaming at her. And he went to go walk away. And she goes, come back, sir. And then he goes, you and then she told him, you need to tell when you get to Toronto, because it was a connecting flight, like you need to get with the Air India people in Toronto. Wow. And he was like, okay, I'll do that. And then he just walked, he checked the bag and it had a bomb in it. Wow. And then he just left the airport. So wow. I think it was after that one where they started making people like prove that you're actually like here. Yeah, yeah. To- that, that, that was the flying I grew up with. Going through a metal detector in like the late 70s, that was like, holy shit, this is high end technology. Going through a metal detector in 1978, like I had to get on a plane. It was like, wow. I mean, it, it was a, it was a more kind of a, a more intense process of traveling via plane, you know, when I was younger. I remember being aware of that, but I, I started flying when I was five, five years old. I went through a phase, you know, in my twenties of fearing it dramatically. Yeah. And now and I just don't give a shit. I don't say I don't give a shit, but I, I'm a little tense, but it's just not that big of a deal. The I don't annual, know. we're on KTLA. This is like our CW. This is the annual <laughs> Our Lady of Guadalupe. Guadalupe. Here we this. already animated, although she has no voice, but she trusts the Blessed Virgin. That's just the lady who has no charisma. This is what I love about public access. It's just people with zero charisma getting a chance. <laughs> We're gonna get we're gonna get caught for the word of the Lord. They're gonna copyright us for the word of the Lord. Yeah, <laughs> we've got that copywritten. We own the word. There we go. He owned the word right there with the. Christ. On to me TV. Mission Impossible. So, so, Ooh, there we go. There Did we you go. enjoy reruns like this, or was this old? Like to me, like because I when I was a kid, Mission Impossible reruns were on, but I was just like, this is old. Yeah, I, I, it was too old for me. That's the truth. Even by the late seventies, early eighties, it felt dated. Yeah, you know? like and, and that was deemed a very cutting edge show from like seventy one to eight seventy four. Peter Graves was in that. The guy who was the captain in an airplane. I think Peter Graves was in Mission Impossible. I, I could be wrong on that. You know. Well, uh, the only but, thing I know about Mission Impossible is because my parents wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Is like this was the first week to week TV. Like apparently, this was like appointment television oh was without like, a doubt and yeah. like and i think before the mash uh before the mash finale the, the finale of <laughs> mission, mission impossible, impossible was one of the, or most... no, the fugitive i'm thinking of the fugitive. fugitive yeah you're confusing it yeah 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 but but mission impossible was a popular show i think it ran for four or five seasons like i, and it, I mean it had a cat dun 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 and the whole like the fuse burning two things two franchises that were made into better movies I would say 
is Mission Impossible yeah. and the Fugitive. And the fu- yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I never wa- I never heard of the television show The Fugitive when The Fugitive came out in 93. I watched it at Webster Place Theaters. I thought it was a good movie. I liked it. I was a Har- Harrison Ford still had a certain sway with me because I loved him because of Indiana Jones. When I think of the first true movie star in my brain, the first true Burt Reynolds is up there, but Harrison Ford's in the same like they're very much like they were like movie stars, you yeah. know. What well, were for you was Harrison Ford kind of an old man? Like no, you, but I just so knew him from like it Indiana was, Jones. It, or, yeah. He was such a star that he was kind of on the way out at that point. Like it had all peaked in like Indiana Jones and Star Wars came and went by the time. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Was, like, yeah, fucking, yeah, it's true. It's true. Like he yeah. was doing. J- What's that movie? Fucking uh, that where he has no memory. What the fuck is that movie? <laughs> Seven days and six nights. No, no. what the fuck? Anne Hayes. It's a J.J. Abrams movie. It's the first J.J. Abrams script. Oh man, that like Harrison Ford. Like he was Air Force One. He was doing bullshit dramas. Preposterous movie. Air Force One is a. I mean, it is. Of course, I've seen it, but it is just ridiculous. They're actually trying to remake this movie. I think Mission Impossible. No, 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 no. no, no. no. I mean, they don't need to remake that. Look at the, the those shadows. That reeks of just early seventies television. Regarding movie. Henry, really? Into, yeah, yeah, it's Peter Graves. That was right. Regarding Henry, oh is yeah. the movie I'm talking about, where he like <laughs> he, an ambitious, callous, narcissistic, at times unethical Harry Turner is a wealthy, successful Manhattan lawyer who's obsessed with his work. Uh, leaves him little time with his socialite wife Sarah and troubled preteen daughter Rachel. Uh, he has just won a malpractice suit defending a hospital. I think he loses his memory and like uh, he struggles to regain his memory and recover his speech and mobility after he suffers a shooting or he survives a shooting, inadvertently restoring his family's integrity in the process. Oh, God. What year did that come out? 1991. That was 1991? That was the first movie J.J. Abrams wrote. 1991 that yeah. came out? Holy shit. I thought that was like more recent. At the same time. That was such a ridiculous plot line. What, what a bizarre storyline. J.J. You know I mean? Abrams co-wrote Taking Care of Business, the comedy from 1990, Who starring was Jim Belushi and Charles Grodin. Wow. Wow. It's got, the poster is, is uh, Jim Belushi surfing on the top of a Rolls Royce. You have to understand, there was a time Jim Belushi was an authentic star. Oh, like, yeah. I think he uh-huh. was in uh, was it Red Heat with Schwarzenegger. You know, he's a Chicago cop, and the, the, the Schwarzenegger is a Soviet guy. Like, oh, he, he, he has a lot of Soviet lines. You know, he could play that character, you know. That was a big deal for Schwarzenegger to do that. That was, like, stretching out, you know, a little bit. Like, oh, he's going to play a Soviet guy. And then Belushi's in that. Like, he was also, was it K-9? Wasn't K-9 a movie that Belushi? Oh, yeah. Jim, Bel- Jim Belushi was a leading man. Yeah, yeah. For a, it was all because of What's John the movie, Belushi. The prince where he rides the Harley through the school, where he becomes <sighs> the principal of a school. And like smacks around a bunch of fucking Latinos and proves to them what the whites what can do. What is it? What is it? No, there's another one. He's with one with Michael Caine where he gets to relive like a, a, a striking out in a little league game. If he would have hit a home run, like Mister Tomorrow's Never Buddy. Or <laughs> I'm switching to the web browser here some, so the people some can name see like that. No, no, there's, there's a movie he's in that actually was pretty popular. I think Linda Hamilton, Michael Caine, and Jim Belushi were in it, and it's a guy who can go back and relive his youth. And what would happen if he would have made that big play? How would the his principal? Life been it's different? just called the principal. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, when did that come out? Eighty-seven. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That was right before uh, Stand. Uh, was it Stand by Me with Morgan Freeman? We played that hard-ass principal. That's my no, first that's, introduction. Yeah, yeah. And then so then, Freeman. Real Men, Red Heat is eighty-eight. K 9s eighty-nine. 
Homer and Eddie. He made two movies a year until 19... Oh, no, dude. Th- well through the 90s. 1997, he made four movies. Oh, dude. He was a fucking star. Oh, yeah. Make no bones about... And it's then you all had according John, to Jim. It's all John Belushi. What's he doing lately? He hasn't made a movie since 2017. I mean, I'm sure he's yeah. deeply embedded in cancel culture. Oh, Belushi? Well, you know, he, he owned that club. Oh, no, no, no. He had a... I forgot. He's in weed now. So he had a... He looks like he had a reality show called Growing Belushi. God. That was on from 2020 to 2022. Oh. He's probably cool now. Well, I know that he... he had well, a he, feud with David Cross for a while. Oh, really? O- o- over... Just a fit. Like, David Cross would always make fun of him. <laughs> and, like, there was... <laughs> he had a countdown. Like, he would... Anytime... Jim Belushi, he was in town and Jim Belushi would play Sweet Home Chicago. He would try and run on stage and dance with them and Jim Belushi would push him off. <laughs> but he would just genuinely call him a hack and shit. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, well, own what you are. He owned that club. He was an investor in that club. That, that stand-up comedy club bar. Yeah. yeah. And then he found out Kyle Lane beat his wife Ooh. and he was just like, oh, we can't be involved in wow. this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Uh, I remember seeing him there. And he'd wear like a baseball cap. He was. He thought he was a fucking big fish in a small pond, and I was like, "Dude, you're ridiculous." I wasn't overly impressed when I saw John Belushi. I wasn't starstruck. I made eye contact and just walked right past him. I didn't care. <laughs> I noticed that it was him, and that was it. I he wasn't was in trading places. Oh yeah, he's absolutely. the gorilla. He's yeah, the gorilla. Absolutely. He gets ass fucked. Yeah, ab- or no, 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 he bangs a gorilla actually, right? Or he a gorilla bangs him? <laughs> no, what it is? He 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 changes out of his gorilla suit. And the bad guy in the movie, who's the principal in, Breakf- in Breakfast Club. Yeah. He puts it on him. And then that guy gets raped. And then Franken and Davis, Al Franken, put him in the cage with the gorilla. What a bizarre idea for a fucking movie, you know? Yeah. That, that was an early 80s comedy. with That That was Landis. Landis was riding high off of Animal House and, uh, and Blues Brothers. And he, and he did that, you know? Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here, let's move this on. This is Mission Impossible. Look at this. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's go down here. Hearts of Heroes. And I said, we've got about 10 minutes What's before this? it hits Mount Julian. Season four, a tornado outbreak in Tennessee causes massive destruction, saving puppies from a structure oh, fire. Oh, God. I love how they got that hard I'm semicolon sorry. in there. Can I say one thing? <laughs> what, about puppies what, or tornadoes? What, no, what about saving other humans uh, versus well, puppies? I'm sure. What about human I'm beings? I'm sure people would have known humans were hurt. Sometimes tornadoes don't harm people. Yeah, yeah. That that. What type of argument is that? that, 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 Well, it's it's an (laughs) additive to it. Like, see the semicolon there. Yeah, exactly. Two separate things. Do you think they didn't save people, Crocious? Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope that. I hope they did. I hope. But are they going to focus on saving puppies versus humans? On fucking channel whatever the fuck this is. Yeah, but you're you're right though. It's a different thought. It's it's a. There's two storylines, right? Yeah. What is the same? So I think they're talking about saving puppies. Well, let's find out. Let's find out. That closet, even though it fell down around behind us, that we didn't get injured. I had a bump on my head, and he had a scratch on his foot. He was sitting out here barefoot waiting. I had a pair of licorice licorice underwear that wrapped around my face, and my husband had to eat it through my eyeballs to save me. I was thought I was blind. Plain clothes, but his truck had the lights on it and stuff. It's this straight is up humans. The, it's straight up the Lord, bro. That's what saved us. Humans. I've been, I've, been, I've been going to another rabbit hole, watching YouTube videos of expats who live in different countries now and who've been out of the states for twelve to fifteen, twenty years, and they talk about America and what and how everyone is so separated from each other. So the sense of community is just completely fractured, you know, because everyone needs to have this big yard and a big house. 
and, and the idea that maybe that isn't the way to go, you know, the way the way to live. But you can't tell it to people here. They want to have their own. That, that serves that's their perception here, of success. Looking, that's what they want, you know. Right about in the middle of this pile of debris. Yes, sir. That's where we were. Just stare at that debris real quick. He's just making them stare into their fucking pain. Going to Channel 8 right now. Hey, Kirstie Alley. A moment she of died. silence. Kirstie yeah. Alley, man. That 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 was this. Let's see if this is a Kirstie Alley or a Shelly Long. I'm guessing from the look of it, it's Shelly Long. No, it's Kirstie no, Alley. It's Kirstie, yeah. I was wrong. Here's the thing about this is every episode looks old now because it was just from the 90s was 30 years ago. It's the new 70s. You need to oh, wrap your head around that. I know. I know. Well, yeah, this is probably like, I'm guessing. Dude, I laughed. So we were at, we, yeah. we saw that movie, uh, uh, Bardo last night. Oh, yeah. It's that Inaritu, the guy who made Birdman, his new yeah. movie. And they made a big deal about how this, this theater has been around since the 60s. And I looked over at, at Larry and I go, Oh my God, it's so old. I know. <laughs> like in a, in a sarcastic tone. I know, of course. Tone. Cause I know it's just like, Oh, there's no sense of th this town is a post World War II city. You know what I mean? So it's history is bizarre. You know, I'm going to say something here. I'm, I'm going to guess the year of this this episode. I'm going to guess with the color of that shirt Sam Malone is wearing. This is 89 or 90. You're kidding. I'm afraid not. Season 10. Oh, my God. So probably 92. This is probably the last season. I, I thought it was older the than that. The rivalry between Cheers and the Old Town Tavern now under new ownership continues. Rebecca gets a makeover because she was all fucking giant and shit. Season 10. That, you've had a fucking run. You have had a run. Oh, 10 you know? was epic at that point, too. Oh. Seinfeld didn't even make it 10 seasons. Yeah. If you if you make it four or five, be happy. Like, be happy. I think we got Rob Aponte in the, in the chat here. Cool. Thank you, Rob. He says, sucks Hunter Biden murdered Kirstie Alley, according to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Kirstie Alley. Yeah, she fucking croaked, you know? Yeah, cancer. She had cancer yep. quick. A quick bout with cancer. Yeah. She bowied. She she bowied out. Yeah. That, that, you know how some people bow out? She yeah. bowied out. Yeah. Which is not telling people you have a voracious form of cancer. Yep. And just let it be known at that time. Yeah. Let it be known. When you actually don't. By the way, Rob, how do we sound? I'm too. I, I'm trying to make us no. sound not too loud. I just want to get audience feedback. Yeah. We sound good. It's more the loudness. Oh yeah, go go piss. Look at the bearded Fraser Crane. It was so clean and nice. This was I think he had to shave the beard because it reminds him too much of doing blow. Huge coke problem. Huge coke problem. We'll go up to channel nine here. And Bridges' first major run will put this system to the test. 9 a.m. I love a good documentary about a factory inside Scientology. Holy shit, what are they manufacturing there? Italian, Chinese, thousands. What are they doing with all of that? Is that are they reading people's state and levels with those fucking or are they mining Bitcoin? Print millions of black and white pages for books. You can't get your audio on laptop. Oh, I sound good on a phone. Well, the phone's all that matters. Uh, I don't. Oh, they're printing out info packets. Meanwhile, um, we're making Scantron tests for the people. The Sorolia, Autobahn, and the Sakurai. As the horror. What the fuck? They're naming these in individual machines? 
and book blocks roll through a thumb notcher invented by Bridge. The two meet at the Diamond 30 Mueller Martini. Man, look at where all this two operators easily buy a million hardback books. Nearby, soft covers are cut to size on the Wallenberg City E6000 Perfect Binder, fine-tuned to their special. Look at this, Crocious. We got Scientologists making pamphlets. Look at these machines they got. It looks like they're mining Bitcoin. It's hilarious. The cord, the cord is the left side. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. Outstanding. Oh, they're making CDs. Look at this. Oh, <laughs> they indoctrinate you in many, many ways. <laughs> the, literally. <laughs> this is great. The system works flawlessly. For the first time in Scientology's history, its entire library of materials can be produced at the level of efficiency, flexibility, and quality needed this to is truly just make them available. Fucking bizarre. Well, I mean, it's this is so fucking they've LA. Paid for this entire block of this is K. Kelton. Oh, this is a major. That's that's when you know you got money when you can block off a major network. Like this is fucking Channel Nine. They play the Chargers on this shit. Well, they also know. I mean, again, this is what's going up against football. You know, so we're getting there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I want because, but they so the, the caliber of program. They also know we can get it relatively cheap, but still have some impact. I want it to be known that Univision is on commercial, and we tried. <laughs> I, I live, I live right next to that uh, that Scientology place. Oh yeah, you live right by it. Yeah, absolutely. They got yeah. like a TV studio over absolutely. there. Absolutely, all kind of shit, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's production going on there. It's big enough to have a you know a, a relatively substantial production house. <laughs> Do you know how ridiculous that is? It's a house of ideas. You know, yeah, yeah it's you walk past it. You know, when I, when I very first moved here, they had this uh, wall of like shrubs that was like next to a brick wall that they had this buzzing sound in it. That I think to, to get rid of certain insects, so you'd walk past it and it would trigger this buzzing noise that was bizarre. Now, something I never heard before in my entire life, like weird, like we're going to use technology to do our thing and maybe draw you in. And I don't know what it's going to be. I I live in the heart of science. East Hollywood's got a lot of Scientology going on. A lot oh, yeah. of Scientology. I, I'm not as impressed by it. I find it just ridiculous now. So in my 20s, I would have thought, my God, this is so Ooh, weird. Gino Smith went down. And Burns yeah. helps finish it off. Yeah, I get I. That's the one religion where like. I get disappointed when I find out that people I like are like into it. Well, it Beck Beck is a Scientologist. I fucking adore Beck. Odalay is one of the greatest albums of my twenties. I love that, and it's like, and then he became a. And I'm like, come on, man! I saw him in concert. He was great in concert. Totally fun. Part of me wonders though, how many of those people are like in in though. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, What's the level? He probably yeah. just found some comfort in it a long time ago, and like he's he just is like, how active do you even think he is? Like, I wonder how if he joined and it's just in their books that he's a Scientologist. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're shaking him down for money all the time because they, they fucking do that. <laughs> well, he's got to work his way up to become a Sea Org. A Sea Org is like a cardinal or something of the Catholic Church. It's a real high level position. You know, they have like boats. They go out on like cruises. Oh yeah, it's just uh, fuck. It's just a, pe the, a Ponte in the chat wants to know: uh, Is there still great? Is there still great? Uh, a great diner across the street from the Scientology spot? Oh yeah, they still have a diner. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, I yeah, and it is. Uh, it's well attended. I Dude, mean, I, dr I drive past it enough to see it. Yeah, the Scientology building used to be a hotel. Oh uh, yeah, 
Absolutely. Or, or a hospital I, or something. I want to say an old hospital, like in the 20s, yeah. old hospital, like like pre-World War II. Like, I know? love how they rented this blue hospital building, and they were like, no, let's keep it looking weird. Like, this will look good for what we do. What a bizarre... Let's keep the building fucking turquoise <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is. Lavender. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got this bizarre... Well, it's a naval... I think it's a navy blue, I think, if I want to project into it, you know? Because uh, because it's very much a naval themed thing. Because L. Ron Hubbard, I think, was in the Navy, so he used a lot of the structure of the Navy, you know, like the sort of military structure of it all, to like pitch it to people. So it's like it's there part it cult, part Navy put together, which is pretty weird. It really it's is bizarre, like if you're you know? if you're running a cult and you find a building, you wet your like you jizz yourself when you find oh, this building. Listen. You're like, oh my god, we you start the cult based on the building, in my opinion. Well, you like, have enough money to rent a building like that. You're like, obviously, we're starting a famous cult. God, it's so bizarre. It's also like getting into the real estate game because, again, well, I mean, what the Catholic Church? I think the Catholic Church is the wealthiest entity on earth. I believe it, it has more property. I think than, than any than any one single entity on earth. You know, the Catholic, I mean, it's, I think it's trillions of dollars of wealth. You know, Saudi Saudi princes are trying to rival it now, but yeah. it's just like. You know, where you're getting into the real estate game through your cult. You know what I mean? Like, here's our business model. You know, we're going to sell this. It's like, wow. I mean, I, listen, I've struggled at times. Okay. There are times I've had my doubts. You know what I mean? I've been searching at different times. I, I, I'm not a knight in shining armor by any means, but I don't know. The cult thing. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of touched it a little bit. I touched it for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Know? But yours was more like behavioral shit. Yeah, it wasn't like true, like you are going to live here now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't like, whoa. I mean, they obviously all cults you know? try and take your money. Like, oh, that's yeah. A it's a scam. It's a bunch of old industrial psychologists who used to work at like manufacturing plants, you know, and like get, get, you know, getting workers to behave a certain way and maximizing their potential as human behave. beings. This whole like you have to maximize your entire potential. I, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, but in, in what way? Do it in, in some way you like, you know? No, you must maximize it at all. There's this, like, Christian Western notion of just, like, you have to constantly be working at all times. God. And working on your ego and yourself and your... Prefer <laughs> I'm going off. Oh, no, it's fine. It's great, though. But I feel like California's kind of based on that, isn't it? Isn't California kind of based on, like... It's all, like, self-care run amok. Yeah, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Because <clears throat> yeah. people do kind of like you do discover some stuff where you're like, oh, this is cool. I like this. Yeah. But like and then you I feel like people go too far of like, well, this worked for me. Now I'm going to try and a make money off of it. Yeah. And to do that, I have to get as many people as possible. I'm bored. There's a lot of I feel like California is the home of like. Like making industries out of things. Yeah. Like, this can't just be something I like doing. It's got to be a business. Oh, yeah. 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 An industry. We can change the world. Yeah. 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 There's this weird, I, I don't know if it's optimism. I don't know what's in it, but there's a certain underbelly to it, undercurrent. Because, I mean, most places, I mean, Chicago's got a huge business community. New York's got a huge business community, you know. And I, but yeah, you're, there's something about California. It's that idea of like, like not perfection, but like, oh, striving for this excellence, you know, and you're going to be, and it's just, I don't know. There's an unhealthiness to it. I don't know. <laughs> Sam Darnold. There's too many Finally people. getting it in there. How about what? fucking what's-his-face, man? Uh, Baker Mayfield. Dude, I, come back. I think Baker could actually do well on the Rams. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, it's... 
He's the knock for him for me is he's just too small. I don't think he can take the beating. Well, I it's that well, I don't even think he's too small. I just think he got hurt. Like you get yeah. hurt early, I think your body just kind of sets in that. Yeah, you're constantly in a rehab mode all the time. You can't really. That's why I yeah. think sometimes it helps to if he just sat for a year and a half. Dude, why do you think with Aaron? Rod- I've always said this. Aaron Rodgers didn't play the first three years he was in the league. His body was able to mature. Cowherd finally like did a thing on his show about how that's probably the best way to go about it. But <clears throat> the league is just too far gone and changed to where like he was saying he goes business. He This is where he introduced business and made a good point. I actually should just pull it up mm-hmm. and probably play it. Mm hmm. Uh, let me try and find it here. We'll we'll Who's riff on this while running I find back? it. <laughs> That's fucking the new Christian, the new Christian McCaffrey. Oh no, no, he's not white. Yeah, he's not. He's just got probably has a, a white mother. Yeah, he's mixed. He's got a little bit of Judge Aaron Judge in him. The white race is under attack. If there's one axe, oh look at this, doing some razzle dazzle. He's moving, throwing the move. You got to throw it. Oh damn it! No, you don't. It's first down. Sorry. Razzle dazzle. I said razzle dazzle. (laughs) Fucking student body left. Come on. (laughs) I love saying those words. I love saying those. I I said one last week you thought was funny. I was talking about, I don't know, making some money. Hey, better than a hot stick in the eye. That was my line. Yeah. Better than a hot stick in the eye, which I like. It's a good old man line. Like when you come into some money, you know, hey, better than a hot stick in the eye. You know? (laughs) You know? I like that. Second down and ten. Look at this bizarre March. matchup. You see, honestly, the Vikings lost today. And if the Seahawks go to the playoffs and they play the Vikings in Minnesota, the Vikings should be able to beat them. They can win one game. It's just they aren't going to beat the Eagles. They're not going to beat the Cowboys. And they ain't beating the 49ers unless they get them at home. And it's not going to happen. And they, they can't they can't avoid all three of those teams. Uh, they can avoid one of those teams for sure, and maybe two, but you might have to play b- uh, two of those three teams. And, they, and they, they aren't good enough to get through that. They aren't. They could beat one of them. They could, because Jefferson is a true stud. Jefferson's a great football player, you know? Oh, yeah. He's like the, the next Moss. Like, dude, kids he, like him. Like, they're, they're yeah. probably going to be impersonating his catches. Dude, he had a play today where I don't know what the, what happened on the call, but he scored a touchdown that was a spectacular play. He broke through three tackles after a catch and, and ran 35 yards. It was, and he had a dot. I mean, he was on the sideline. He was like, I mean, it was an amazing play that there was some penalty that I couldn't hear because the bar I was at, because Barney's beanery with all of its douchebaggery, I couldn't fucking hear what the play was. You know, I didn't. So it pissed me off, you know, because because they, they called it. It wasn't a touchdown. Was it douchebaggery because there were just a bunch of other games going on or were there people there not for football? Oh, no, 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 no. A bunch of other games going on. So it was and, just there were like no one really cared about the Vikings. Oh, yeah. It was, it was on one television set. The Eagles Giants game was on and then they turned the game away because the Eagles were they were up 38 to 14. And then the Eagles fans started to bitch about it. I was like, come on, you've won the game. But we want to watch it. And I was like, oh, Jesus, you know. Then they won 48 to 14. The game was over. This guy was yelling loudly. We're interrupt <laughs> channel surfing to get into a little Colin. Continue. I just wanted to it, make it, it a bookmark. It kind of pissed me off. I, I don't know if, I, you know, I used to be a fan of the Eagles. They're, they're, Their fan base is, you know, whatever. It's football. There's a lot of morons, you know, and they've got a moronic fan base in a certain way. So here's Colin on if uh, Nathaniel Hackett should get fired. And I think this is when he talks about how like the league is different and like these teams are richer so these billionaires make crazy like hairpin decisions yeah so like coaches are getting fired 
And he said, like, coaches are moving around more. And because of that, you have to start your rookies more. And because of that, you're having these sloppy games. Oh, it was about of why Thursday night football sucks. And he was saying, because, (sighs) like, you're having all this coach turnover. So all these quarterbacks are learning, learning new stuff. It's like there's just all this rushedness to the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I think there's truth to that. I think there's truth to it. A lot of times. People act too swiftly. They get a little too aggressive. Sometimes wait for somebody to make a mistake. It happens all the time in business. Good people get fired. Good people are available. Um, I'll give you an example. Denver right now is a mess. What do you do? You get a new coach. But can you really go get another unproven head coach? I would not roll the dice. Go hire Frank Reich. Denver's opportunity fire this guy after one season. It's looking like it. Wow. It is most efficient year. Andrew Luck did with Frank Reich. He's he's fucking singing Frank Reich's praises. That's hilarious. Hey, he probably got a point. There's a point in there somewhere. You know, Philip Rivers loved to throw picks. Carson Wentz. Last time we thought he could play 27 TD, seven picks. That was with Frank Reich. With a roster, by the way, that's always been light on weapons. Denver needs a proven coach. Reich played quarterback. Reich has called play. God. He has been. I remember him playing. Paul Hackett, in, in Nathaniel Hackett's dad was the coach of USC. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he, he was also the. Uh, <clears throat> he was a very bland head coach. Uh, he was an offensive coordinator for the uh, for the Chiefs. Yeah. When the Chiefs when were like, they got Montana. Because they installed Paul Hackett to immediately put in the West Coast offense. Yeah. I was actually reading about that, that they were going through top 10 devastating departures. Yeah. Um, I got through Colin's point. We can actually put that on if you want to go through that. It's all good. But yeah, yeah. You were watching a top 10. Top 10 devastating departures. Um, and they were talking about how the, uh, Steve McMahon, uh, Steve Young versus Joe Montana for those two years in the late nineties or late eighties. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was Montana got hurt. And he so, was out for almost two full years. That was also a fuck, you know, that, that's, you know, that's the 49ers, you know, they want to get rid of a player before they truly lose value. You know, they, 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 they sometimes would cut players maybe too soon. That was the knock on them, maybe. But they were like, no, they want an ascending player versus a descending player. It's like Ronnie Lott still had three or four years left in his career and they got rid of him. You know, they got rid of Roger Craig. He played for the Vikings for the last two years of his career. You know, they, they would sort of, you know, they, I love these things. Guys because wouldn't finish their you career. You get to see the, the talking heads of the time. The 49ers was like Jesus leaving the tomb. I've been divorced several times. My <laughs> no, exactly. kids won't talk to me. That's my top devastating departure is my son won't speak to me anymore. <laughs> that caught me off guard. Joe Montana demanding to be traded is crazy. It's kind of like Joe Montana demanding to sponsor Skechers step-ups. Oh, that happened? I mean, that was devastating. That was Joe Montana's city. No one wanted to see him leave. It does kind of make me laugh, though, that there were these fucking meatheads being like, Montana's still a goal. Like, oh, yeah. He's 34. <laughs> I, I know, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's, but it's, are, it's emotional. A, you know, it's who you're no attached to. Breakup worse they had than greatness because of him, you know, and so it's... He but, was great. So essentially, Paul Hackett got installed immediately because he gets traded to the Chiefs, yep. and then Schottenheimer like overnight, the owner was like, we have to install the West Coast offense, and yeah. then they got Montana and Marcus Allen in like yeah. One fell swoop yep. and became contenders immediately. Yeah. Well, Allen was still good. I remember thinking, I was in college when Marcus Allen thought, oh, well, he's he's a running back. He'd been the MVP in 85 when I was in high school. 
was a junior in high school. And then he, he didn't play like in 1990, 91. He didn't play at all for the Raiders. And I was like, well, he must be injured or beat up. And there was no explanation. So when the Chiefs got him, he still had like five years in his He played until he was like 38 years as a running back. Yeah. And being effective. I mean, he was a great athlete. Totally underrated athlete. People never talk about Marcus Allen as being one of the greatest running backs ever, but he's in the conversation. He truly is. He had this, this weird nose for the end blood. zone. You know, People anyway. talk about Bill Belichick being cold-blooded. Can I challenge that? No. Bill Walsh was cold-blooded. Yeah. Well, our strength is... A- See, that's what I didn't know. I didn't know that even after he got was done with the injury that they kept him benched. Because Steve yeah. Young had played well enough at that point. Yeah, yeah. Level. Walsh played that up. If you want to talk to someone who wants to play, come talk to me. It was the smart thing to do. You had. A- Would you say this is the first quarterback controversy that you remember? What was the first no, QB controversy? No. Wasn't this? Wasn't Bradshaw and his guy a no. controversy? Uh, that was before my time because Bradshaw was given basically five years to develop. That wouldn't happen now. You know what no. I mean? Like you were not given a five-year plan. Right, you know. Did. You didn't have 8,000 competing forms of entertainment. Uh, first quarterback controversy. What a quarterback con. Vikings had one in the 80s with Wade Wilson versus uh, Tommy Kramer. Whiskey they, Wade. They, they couldn't make a decision. Because uh, Kramer would get hot. I actually watched this play. I, I don't know, the, the original question. Original quarterback controversy. Who was it? You know, it's kind of always, you know, you know, Phil Sims was kind of, you know, there was a thing with him, you know, and like a, and, and Mark, Mark Bruner. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other quarterback. Wait, what was a quarterback controversy? Maybe it was. I don't think it was. I, I got to think. I have more memories. Like, I'm not even saying battle yeah, between guys. quarterbacks. I'm saying, like, quarterbacks in the media saying, like, I want to play. Yeah. Like, yeah. openly campaigning for themselves yeah, yeah. at the locker. Like, how he was just like, you want to talk to a guy that wants to play? Come talk to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And th- that would be very frowned upon in the old days of, like, sports. Like, you didn't oh, do, yeah. It was your, your individual... I know maybe Staubach and Craig Morton was a quarterback controversy, but I, I see. I was there when Staubach, when Staubach and Bradshaw's best years. That's when I first became a fan of football. I didn't realize that Bradshaw had a, a, had a poor start to his career, or that Roger Staubach was in the Navy for six years and fought in Vietnam. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you know, a Spanish movie. You know, but yeah. So, so I'm trying to think. We had other quarterback controversies back then. Who, who would have been? You know, with the Raiders that. You know, I don't know, with Stabler, and then and then they and they got fucking Dan Passerini. Them winning two championships with Jim Plunkett was bizarre. Because <laughs> Jim Plunkett was left for dead. He was a nobody. He was a washout. And he he won two Super Bowls with with the with the Raiders. You know, but they had a great defense. Their defenses were amazing. They had really good defenses, you know. They were devastating defenses. Dino's listening in. DB, I think you're kind of on the same page as us here, that left foot. Yeah, I think that's this the fucking only Panthers team is going to win. Oh. Yeah, I think this is the week of like, because the season's dragging on more yep. and the good teams are having to be more responsible for the playoffs. I think you're starting. This is like when the upsets are going to start. Uh, I, I, and weirdly, it's weird how the gambling line affects things because you can see where the upsets are going to happen when you think like, when you see spreads that are too big, where you're yeah. like, this is too big of a lead. Yeah. Where you're like, I think they're yeah. starting to overestimate this team a little bit. Yeah. Like, you can tell when they're starting to get, like, a little too, uh, yeah, just relying on the past scores to dictate what's going to happen. Yeah. Fucking Queens were underdogs, and the, and the Lions covered. They, they covered. Basically, pick them. But, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not on, you know, I know what the Vikings are. 
I, I, I'm not. A lot of people no. are like, uh, and I, you'd probably agree with this, that they're going to get bounced in the first round immediately. Um, I, I actually would disagree with that. I actually, the Vikings, if are they play be, the Niners, you know, if they play in the first round against the Seahawks or the, maybe the Buccaneers, you know, at home, uh, I actually think that they'll, they'll be able to win that game. They will not win a second game. That I, will not happen. I want to have my mom watch happen. this because this is, this is the proposal, but it's in Spanish. I always wondered if they play these movies uncut. There's a Indian Hassan Minaj talking Spanish. <laughs> what if they had embarrassing what if, someone in the office? What if they had him talking Spanish, but they had a stereotypical Indian guy doing it in the accent? Yeah, because Mexico's <laughs> wild. <laughs> the whole. Sandra Bullock, uh, you know, her fucking career trajectory, I don't know. Well, I just think she settled into, like, I'm going to definitely do a movie a year. Oh, yeah. So, like, and she really did, if you really think about it. Oh, from Demolition Man on. She's got a nice gamut of movies. She has very serious movies. I think she's been in some award-winning movies. She won the Oscar for The Blind Side. Yeah. Uh, she's been in stupid movies. She's been in movies that tanked. Yeah, for the for a while in the '90s, she was in that cut of like playing a former witch who moved to a fucking small town <laughs> with her sisters. magic and shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that whole rom coms. Oh, yeah, rom. Th- that was her bread and butter. Yeah, she had more staying power than Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan was a rom com queen for a while too, but she had more staying power than, than Meg Ryan. No doubt about it. I thought Bullock was kind of hot. <laughs> she is. She's but, but, not. A, she's a. She's a cute lad. Well, one of the things that, that I, I I relate to her on. I do have something in common. I watched Scandal. Uh, the Scandals, Rich and Famous, like Rich and Famous Scandals, The Reels Network. They have a bunch of whole offshoot shows. It's so great. I love watching it. And they had her story about she got she had a severe stalker who broke into her house over in Bel Air and like was knocking on her be- bedroom door. And she had she had a safety room, like like a panic room, whatever, set up in her house that she had to get to in her closet of her fucking bedroom. You know, and then had to call the police and they arrested the guy. And it had been the stalker who had been relentlessly, unrelently stalking her and, and, and had a, a note that he wanted to give her. And it's like, yeah, we're in love and, you know, we, we have to run away together. And he was, you know, and that was like. Right out in front of her door. The guy broke into her house. Speaking you know? of stalking, we're going over so to like, Dateline. On so I, I relate to that, Keith. Dateline I, is on a commercial. We're going up to Adventura Road on Spectrum. I think this is Bounce. IG. Some of these Spectrum-labeled networks are fucking, you don't know what they are. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no passport required. What are they talking about, America? <laughs> hey, kitchen, this is like an old-school Chinese. We got fucking uh, the cable version of Guy Fieri here. What is the, the shirts? Is that Jesus Christ! What is that fucking Tom Morell from fucking Tom Morello from <laughs> from Rage Against rage. the Machine? Oh, yeah. Wow, wow, wow! Like I like my fucking crustaceans to rage. <laughs> Look at them just smoking out these living beings. Worked at a lot of Chinese restaurants when they first came over here, and eventually ended up starting their own. So you grew up in the industry, basically. Look at that jacket. Yeah, man, he looks like the fucking bass player of a blues band. <laughs> 
Congress. But what, what, is it reptilian or something? Like that's that's the look he wants to give. Like it's his underbelly. It's hard to tell which you know? one is the host and which guy owns the eccentric restaurant. Like that looks like the guy that owns some <laughs> cowboy sushi place. Yeah, you're right. Actually, and then that actually, looks like the type of guy that's interested in it, or he could be interested in it. Because look what the clothing he's interested in, and he's just some boring restaurant owner. Yeah. Overseas Chinese. Because there's more. I want to put my hat on you. Oh, 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 does he come in and, like, fix up the restaurants? I think he's just guiding, just taking you on a tour. Oh, he's traveling. A deep-rooted Chinese community in Las Vegas, including its diverse food traditions and a new wave of chefs transforming their parents' cuisine. Hosted by... Marcus Samuelson. Know how and their well established hospitality. I like to dress like I'm 12. I like to dress like I'm a cowboy. <laughs> Over time, Chinese American cuisine started to take shape. Hey, hey, hey. Either. Don't undermine the white race, okay? Don't. <laughs> you, you're doing this. This is what they're doing, man. They're, they're, they're making us. No, no. It, uh, although I, I heard a fact this week. I, I, I asked Alexa, you know, at our apartment. How many people worked in manufacturing? This is an interesting tidbit if you listen to the podcast. And in the States, it's 12.3 million people work in manufacturing. And in China, it's 111 million people. They have 111 million people working in manufacturing. That's 10 times the size manufacturing. But you know, I love how you got quiet for it's, that. It's serious. When you get quiet, you need to lean into the mic. It, it's serious. You need to get your voiceover it, technique it, down. It, 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 it it reads serious. Because nobody you know? heard you when you said that. <laughs> when I was making that point, you don't think I okay. No, it was in the green. Oh, shit. You need man. to hang in the yellow okay, at all times. Okay, okay, yeah. But again, the Chinese manufacturing economy is 10 times the size. But that's for the planet. They're the workshop of the world. Who wants those jobs? No one really likes those jobs. Hey, They're tough jobs. And, if you know, Barack wouldn't have sold the ports to China. <laughs> is that being put out right now? No, he did. It? Barack Obama yeah. sold the port of LA to China, baby. No. Well, you know. Changing the battery. Well, you know. <laughs> Maybe certain things happen, you know, when you when when you don't cough up enough money, you greedy prick. You know. Just fucking. Just don't even pay higher taxes. Just get rid of the loopholes that all these companies have. Just get rid of that. Don't even raise taxes. Hell, fucking lower taxes. Just make them pay something. They need to cough up more fucking money. That is it. That will solve a third of our problems. Jesus Christ. Give some more fucking He said, don't walk, run to Siri to fact check. Exactly. Goddamn right I do. Celine Dion. So this is an Andrea Bocelli concert. I hate Andrea Bocelli because my stepdad liked him, and it's the only reason why. <laughs> the guy who was like the abusive asshole. Well, I mean, more psychologically, he never hit me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he was just kind of a dick. Never really got hit. My mom and dad would do the like against the back of the head. Yeah, the little slap. Yeah. But that to them, we were in the car coming home from Bardo. Yeah. And we saw a a Brad pit sign yeah like a, and she goes didn't he get canceled for like beating his kid and i was like what and she goes yeah he shoved him onto a plane and he got a bruise and i go that is not abuse like yeah, I, I know, I, I know. <laughs> and then we were arguing about him being a shitty father but uh, i was like even shitty father aside i go pushing someone is not beating them i go that is yeah. patently absurd yeah 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 <laughs> it's, it's just you know and the rumor mill starts, you know what I mean? And it gets a life of its own, you know? It, it doesn't, you know... I'm That's why, and I hate doing it, but anytime someone says physically abusive, I'm like, I'm going to need details. Because what is your definition of physically abusive? To, to me, physically abusive... You got punched. Exactly. 
It's putting the fist up and hitting someone in the gut or hitting them in the face. Yeah. That to me is like the, the line has been crossed at that point. Or like hit. I, 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 if kinda, you tell me like I have an abusive boyfriend, I'm thinking he slaps you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, it has to be a physical, and even, yes. And I, and I don't, still don't think this is wrong, but like if someone was like, I have an abusive boyfriend and then you're like, oh, what, like what, what's going on? You'd be like, he gets in my face and screams at me. I'd be like. No, that's fucked up. Yeah. And like, but like, I don't know. That's is like it abusive? For an abuse. <laughs> there has to be a physicality to it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, the fact is. Like, yeah, leave him, but like. Yeah. You don't have a black eye or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Quit your belly again. Yeah. No, no. If someone yells at you, you know something? To me, that it, it, there, gr- there are times it is appropriate. A firm grab and pull on the arm is the beginning of physical abuse to me. Like when yeah. dudes who grab and like yeah. don't let people walk away. Yeah. That, yeah. You're crossing a line. Yeah. You're, you're getting physical. It's getting physical. But you're throwing around the word beating. I'm expecting a fist mark on your face. Yeah. You know. God damn. Also about- at the time, I think Brad Pitt's son was like 16. No, and if I, you're 16, you could fucking take a push <laughs> onto a Qantas. Well, fucking what flight. I what, when I was watching Scandal made me famous. The Angelina Jolie. No, no, there's there's a couple of real shows. There's a a show about Angelina Jolie and just her life and trying to portray how fucked up she was. And she talked about that moment where they got on their private jet from Paris to L.A. Crimey a fucking river with their kids. And I guess he grabbed the hold of one of the kids and he'd been he'd been kind of liquored up. I guess oh, he'd I'm been sure. drinking and stuff. Oh, he probably fucking blows you know? rails in the middle of him. You know? <laughs> Holy and, and shit. Hey, like, G Ministries. You know? oh speaking, of, speaking of... Is that Dan Blocker? This is a good thing. We're talking about <laughs> We're talking about all these abusive yeah. things where they just need to pray. Death. His only son be... Yeah, it is. Oh. Look at P.O. Box 1400, oh. San Antonio, Texas, 78295 if you need help. Yeah. Is, 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 is this a good is a mega church maybe? Killer. Yeah. He was a monster to When I was a kid, this is all that was on opposed to football. That's all that could hang with football was fucking the 700 club and shit. Well, it's Sunday. You know? Can tell. Also, I used to get upset because I was an insomniac and I would wake up for Saturday morning cartoons. And if I woke up at like 4.45, I'd just sit through 15 minutes of this bullshit. Oh. Where you're like, oh my god, every channel is church. Yeah, I yeah. Can't fucking deal with this right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's terrible. <laughs> I've tried to watch some of this before, maybe from a comedic point of view. I just find it dull. I, you know, that's you know, it's well, it's, you know, it's, it's white church for crying out loud. This is why loud. you need some deals. Supposed to be dull, you know. Look at how terrible these oh, watches are. I have got to get my Kansas City Chief. That is unbelievable. For Christmas, can you imagine buying for this is a Christmas gift for someone. That's like the fucking we here with the Invicta Soul Brother Deluxe. That gladiator design. Oh my AL- god! This will make you terrible. look like a black exploitation star. Exactly. Oh, it's so Flex bad. It's done. so like if it's you just- want to keep your pimp hand strong, there is just not a watch that blings more. Well, you know, it isn't I'm going to say something. If this is old man racist talk, let me know. Okay, I don't think it is. But isn't there a thing too, like, because when I look at this, this is marketed towards an urban crowd. I would say, would you agree that? Oh well, that? Invicta is its own p- brand, so this is just like <laughs> all of this is Invicta products. But I okay. think it seems like it's all gauche bullshit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's exactly. either it's either that type of thing, urban or like Trumpy rich people type oh, of like fake God. rich fuckers. Yeah, who think they're rich and they're. I really got an not. Invicta watch. Can you imagine some? 
Like there's an old lady right now that is just emptying her social security. Oh yeah, I just like oh into this right now. Now I'm successful. I have that. That to me, you know? I didn't realize until until my grandma died. Old ladies in the '90s ruined their credit, just yeah. sitting up at night and Jesus. buying fucking chains for their info off infomercials, fucking charms and shit. What 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 holes are you trying to fill? You know, it's kind of sad. It's just the immediate that looks nice, and you could back then picking up the phone and purchasing something like it's just oh, how, that was revolutionary. Like it's probably just the high of buying something. Yeah, like that was yeah. that was immediate back the in the fix day. Of that, yeah. you can just pick up the phone and it's at your house in a week. Yeah, God, it's Shipping crazy. And yeah, handling. absolutely. <laughs> but I look at this as like again, like those aren't terrible. That's not a terrible looking watch. But those sport, the football ones but, were preposterous. But like, look what they, I love how they try and sell you like, this would be $500, but we're selling it for a hundred. Oh my God. No, that's an oh $89 watch. That's, a, that's such a deal. Look at the tackle box break. case they give. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, let's pop on some commercials here. We'll go to, uh, we'll come back here with a dive case here remember you're grabbing the second crocious is a brought dude i still have, i still have hundred dollars with a dive case already at 99.99 i still haven't figured out crocious's fucking mannerisms penny. but now with the code think about this 80 bucks 80 dollars to get into two pro divers and we'll get into the history on that high quality quartz movements and again i'll break down what this all means you have the flame fusion crystal trying just trying to find some commercials and engineered here, to dive specifications 20 atmospheres a little bit over 600 feet you want the ultimate ultimate gift this is it not just the pro diver the premium packaging think about elevating that experience when you're gifting right that that's a packaging is going to do that for you if you're new tonight and you want to start your collection this is the best way to do that right grab two right either kickstart your collection with two pro divers keep one gift one right so we have some really great opportunities one, here tonight one. but we've never done anything like this before on a pro diver i would even ask you to go out and check to see if you could get a dive rated piece from any other company with this quality solid steel everything flame fusion crystal right for 40 bucks because ultimately that's what we're talking Good about. Good luck with that. Almost a thousand gone since launch just last night. First time we're doing the Simpsons will be right case. back. Wrong screen. This is such a terrible fumbling break. Value pay. Um, now I want to talk about value pay just for a second because so many new customers joining us with this offer. It's just the best. Really way threw me for a loop, Crow. To buy your first Invicta. I had My nothing planned for the break. <laughs> I know a lot of you can probably. I just got people sitting here watching fucking Six the Home Shopping Network. On any major credit card. You sh we will let you, you I've never seen someone shoot out of their chair. Pay. So quick. That way you only pay the first payment plus tax and shipping tonight. You peed already, didn't you? I mean, the crisis, like, you know, there's a song that says, not going to worry, not going to fret. All right. He's well, got the whole thing in his well, hands, and show? I'll play so. that over and over again. Or yeah, right. I'll play, uh, I know a song by David Ingalls, My Confidence oh, is, is in the Word of the Lord. Yes. It's so important just to build yourself up in, in the Word of God, whether you're quoting the Scripture yeah. as you were quoting, or whether you have music coming. I, because I can have music all, right, all the time. See, everybody responds differently. Yes. Of course. I respond that way because I grew up in the house of yes. a man. That's the way he responded. That's right. Always. Anytime. Even, 
even when we were standing at Pat's mama's, my grandmother, his mother, we all call her that because one of the grandkids couldn't say grandmother. And so she called him after her uncle and her mom, uh, you know, she said, you know, Pat's, that was her uncle. Yes. Mama. And so we, all the grandkids called her that. Pat's mama, yes. And we were standing there and she had just slipped. Now you probably remember this, yes. all the family around her bed and she had just slipped over to the other side. Mm -hmm. And he began to quote scripture one after another out of his mouth. And it just, I mean. All right, we'll be back. What a horrible intro to the break. Original Toll House cookies with rich, creamy Nestle Toll House morsels. You just can't buy something like this. Nestle Toll House morsels. Our truck has broken down. We need help. Better call Dad Collect. Mike! What, girl? I should dial 1-800-COLLECT? I'll save Dad lots of money on the car? And come Christmas, there'll be extra presents under the tree? Aw, oh, thanks, girl. 1-800-COLLECT. Flowers on your birthday? That's easy. Flowers every day? That takes finesse. Softness from a conditioner? That's easy. Softness and body? That takes finesse. That takes finesse. I am not going to get it. Are you okay? Yeah, no way am I gonna get it. I'm gonna fight it. I'm not gonna get it again this year. You don't look so good. When the tough get sick. I got the flu. The sick get tough with Tylenol flu. With maximum strength flu medicines plus extra strength Tylenol for the flu's tough aches and fever. I am not getting sick. I'm not getting the flu. Got the flu? Get tough on your flu with Tylenol flu. Your child has a fever. And you have to take her temperature where? But a Thermoscan Instant Thermometer takes the temperature here in just one second. Safely, easily, accurately. Your whole family will love it. Thermoscan. Aunt Jan's Holiday Cookies. 13 grams of sugar each. Grandma's Thanksgiving Pumpkin Pie. 20 grams of sugar a slice. Cousin Gertie's Christmas Fruitcake. 40 grams of sugar. Cheerios. 1 gram of sugar. So this time of year, you and your family can at least start the day with something wholesome that has only one tiny gram of sugar. Cheerios. They can't get enough of those tastios. Which is more than you can say for Cousin Gertie's Fruitcake. They thought they were living a nightmare. A rapist is stalking Julia. He's going to hurt her. No! But their terror was just beginning. Louis prowling for Julia. He may have found it by now. Don't fight it. He said he was going to get her tonight. This is going to be the hottest night of your life. How will it end? Find out this week. All My Children, ABC Daytime. Tuesday at a special time, 8, 7 central, Hayden's house guests wear out their welcome. It's like we're living with magic fairies. It's an all-new coach. Tuesday at 8, 7 central on ABC. Hey, Santa, I need some ideas. Sears has a whole store full of ideas. And this Tuesday, everything in the store is 5 to 50% off. All apparel and appliances are on sale. All computers and comforters on sale. All electronics and tools. 
all the gift ideas you need, all 5 to 50% off. But all for one day only, this Tuesday. Come see the merry side of this. Mothers protect and care for the health and safety of their children in many different ways. Moms listen to their pediatricians who overwhelmingly recommend children's Tylenol. It's the first choice of pediatrician. They know Tylenol has no aspirin or ibuprofen, just the proven medicine that effectively relieves fevers. Children's Tylenol, the first choice of pediatrician. No, there isn't a fountain of youth. But we do know that proper nutrition is one of the keys to staying healthy and active. The good news is, now there's Boost. It's a whole new kind of milkshake with 25 important vitamins and minerals, including antioxidants and beta-carotene. Sometimes we're just too busy to eat right, but you can help keep your body at its best with Boost. Looking for the perfect gift? Chia Herb Garden includes everything to grow fresh herbs in your own kitchen. And with the natural chia growing sponge, it's clean and easy. No messy soil. Place a moistened chia sponge in each clay pot. Sprinkle on herb seeds, water, and watch it grow. Chia. Cooking with fresh herbs is healthy and makes food taste delicious. Look for chia on the box. Chia Herb Garden, the gourmet gift that grows. Chia Herb Garden's available at all Target stores. Makes a great gift for the holidays. Get yours today. Which meal turns dinner time into family time? Manwich, that's which. Which meal's been your favorite since you were a kid? Manwich, that's which. Which sauces bring tacos and burritos to life? Taco and burrito seasoning sauces from Manwich, that's which. Which meal is as quick and easy as it is delicious? Manwich, that's which. Sounds great. So what are you craving right now? Manwich, that's what? Manwich, whenever you're hungry, it's the right answer. Once upon a time, there was an ugly duckling who went to Paris and came back a swan. I didn't recognize you. The heck up. To say the least. She met two handsome princes named Linus Whoa. and David. <laughs> Too much fun. She enchanted them both. <laughs> You're dazzling. She's terrific. And turned their whole kingdom upside down. <laughs> he loves her. Who? Sabrina. Harrison Ford. Julia Ormond. Sabrina. Rated PG. Starts Friday, December 15th. I'm going to put something in front of you, Kathleen, okay? What do you smell? I don't smell anything. That's a bad cold you got there. I have a nasal spray I want to give you. Now what do you smell? I smell orange. Yeah. This is wild. Tristan. Tristan 12-hour nasal spray. This stuff works. Frankly, it makes me nervous. It's not exactly what I call good news. Hey, good for you. Bad. <laughs> Very bad for plumbers like me. The problem is, professional strength liquid plumber works too good. This liquid drain opener won't dilute in standing water. Stuff cuts right to the problem. For hair clogs, nothing's faster. Except me. I hate it. Professional strength liquid plumber drain opener. Sorry, plumbers. This holiday season, give him the Gillette Sensor XL. With protective microfins. The best you can give. The best a man can get. Flowers on your birthday? That's easy. Flowers every day? That takes finesse. Softness from a conditioner? That's easy. Softness and body? That takes finesse. That takes finesse. 
the flu. You've got what it takes to overpower the pain. Or do you? Now you do. Because now there's a hot, soothing flu remedy from Alka-Seltzer Plus. Introducing new Alka-Seltzer Plus hot flu and body aches formula. What flu? Her sons disappeared, but a total stranger spotted them with their kidnapper. Missing children home at last. Next over. Today at 3, only on Channel 7. Today on Eyewitness News, starting at 4, heavy rains cause a gaping sinkhole in an exclusive San Francisco neighborhood as the storm heading this way. Plus, snow blasts the East Coast, throwing some holiday travel plans into chaos. We'll have the latest forecast. At 5, he shot and killed a man trying to steal a car. Will he be charged with murder? The DA decides. Then, after the recent deadly accident involving a trash truck, many local residents are wondering when their garbage will be gone. These stories and more today on Eyewitness News at 4 and 5, only on Channel 7. Where is this feed from, these commercials? I don't know. Every now and again, you could catch when they do, like, a... They'll show, like, the fucking Kalamazoo. Yeah, I, th I think this was... I think this is California. A lot of these, yeah. Uh, but a lot of these rips come from, like, Columbus, Ohio, or Sioux Falls, South oh, yeah. Dakota. Yeah, absolutely. Like, these random, like, yeah. cities, but not cities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's Which cause, is well, because to me, I feel like those are the places where people are taping the news. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a safe assumption. Yeah. I, I don't think you're looking down on someone when you do that. I, th I think it's a totally safe No, not at all. You know, because I, what I watched this week, Keith, just to let you know. What did you I, I watch this be, week? You'll be fascinated by this. More I, I just, celebrity autopsy? Well, yeah, well, yeah. Now, now that, that, well, those scandal made me famous is that one I've discovered recently, which is great. Jessica Hahn. Uh, Lorraine Bobbitt. I watched that one, <laughs> which is hilarious. It's so fucking cheap. But, I'm going to go back to real. We're going to go back to not 1995 for a, a couple more minutes. But I watched the uh, game 15 of the 1980 season, but uh, the Ooh. Cleveland Browns at the Minnesota Vikings of 1980. Week 15. I, I, it's, it's an Ahmad Rashad. It's the Hail Mary pass of the Vikings. I if only know basketball Ahmad Rashad. And, and it was a uh, yeah. Ooh, love boat. He he made an amazing play against the Browns, who were Look great. Look at that pimp. He's gonna fuck that dog. They had a hail mary pass. Oh, dude, Staubach invented the hail mary. Well, right? It was against the Vikings, but the Vikings did that. Tommy Kramer threw it, and uh, and uh, Ahmad Rashad made a one-handed catch. Back in the day, you know? how often did a hail mary happen? Because now they do it at the end of the first half. They'll yeah. throw a Hail Mary. Oh, listen, it, it, that it, was the kitchen sink in the, in the 80s. Oh, in the 70s and 80s? Absolutely. Didn't happen very often. They called it the Big Ben sometimes. Just throw it up there, the Big Ben. You know? <laughs> that was a name. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it, that, that was a... Uh, yeah, because you're right, at the end of the first half, they hadn't discovered... That's one of the influences of, of the Patriots on football is figuring out, oh yeah, the end of the first half actually matters. I think they kind of knew it mattered back then, but now they specifically like they do scripted plays for that moment in the game. You know what I mean? Like they actually plan for that moment in the game. You know, Spanish SWAT. It'd be funny if they <laughs> captioned that sound with like bah, 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 <laughs> a mariachi band comes. Yeah, out, or something know? salsa. <laughs> <laughs> They're really bad. That bad, heavy hand. Or just a voice going, it's hot. It's <laughs> <laughs> a la flama. Uh, let's see. Hey, I'm an essay. Oh, look at this. That's that. Uh, hey, you're putting some fucking. Here, we got some news. Listen to that echo in that studio. Let's put some blankets on that. Yeah, no Jesus shit. Christ. 
Do something. Let's pump through a little bit of this public access. I know we stopped a royal Christmas engagement. This is Ion Television. We were oh. talking. I was talking about this on a solo show, Crow. Yeah. Holiday Hallmark movies are leaking into every network. They had one on CBS the other night. I believe it. Yeah, CBS with the hat remember, in the ring. Yeah, you remember that Nick guy who died of COVID? He got his legs cut off. He was a theater guy. Nick something. Nick oh, Cordero yeah, or whatever yeah, the yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, My yeah. cousin knew him. I'm probably disrespecting him mightily by not knowing his name. Yeah, his wife got a a Hallmark Christmas movie on CBS. It wasn't Hallmark, but everyone's attempting it. Yeah, yeah, those. yeah. Exactly. Wow. Well, I believe it. I mean, CBS always they would do that. You know, they had touched by an angel, right? And they. They would they would go into that market of television, you know, like uh, Jonathan Quinn, Medicine Woman. I thought those were very kind, of, very kind of light drama, right? Wasn't it? Sort Jonathan of a, Quinn, Medicine Medi- Woman. No, no, sorry, but that's the was... quarterback from the Bears. Exactly. Craig <laughs> Krenzel, Doctor Man. <laughs> Craig Krenzel was such a when you think of the shit when you think of the shittiest Bear quarterback, and not a guy who had the three three uh, passed, but a guy right. who actually played like I don't know. 10, 12, 16 games. When you think of the shittiest bear quarterback of your life, who is it? It's I know what it is. Gotta be Rick Meyer. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've seen him complete a pass. Oh. I think I only saw him throw interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. God, they Because got- I had Jim Miller for a while. He was like blue collar. He was like Tommy Maddox. Yeah. Yeah. He was and blue then, collar. Like, we there the Bears were good at getting guys that were just painfully okay. Yeah. Jason Campbell, yeah. Cordell Stewart, <laughs> Chris Chandler at the end of his career. Yes. Fucking like it's just so many. Like, we're gonna kick the tires on this fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if they would have signed Culpepper after he blew his knee out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they they were known for that. They I mean, that's why trading for for Cutler was such a big deal. It's like we're gonna solve our quarterback problems. But then that just didn't really turn out that well either. You know what I mean? Okay, whatever. They, you know, so. But they went to a bowl, man. The Bears went to a bowl, you know? Yeah, dude. I got to miss work for it. God. Good Mr. Fumio Kishida and his Australian counterpart. China in focus. Sunday by last. Pretty soon all the news will be Chinese. Exactly. They'll own us. <laughs> That, that was the fear in the 80s of the Japanese. Well, I mean, if, they will eventually. We it, do owe them a great deal of money. <laughs> will, will you ever, if you ever watch 80s movies, you know, uh, uh, Black Rain with Michael Douglas, Fatal Attraction with Michael Douglas. Yeah. A lot of big time movies in the late 80s, the Japanese were the fear. My God. They're uh, Die Hard. Die My Hard. God. They My make God. our cars. Cindy. Don't you understand? They're taking over the Japanese. Trump bitched about them back in the late 80s. They don't practice. They don't practice fair trade. They don't do it. You know, and so the Japanese were feared. And now that has been just transferred onto the Chinese. But it's more accurate with the Chinese because they make our tchotchkes, Diane. (laughs) Public safety minister. What do you think is going to come out of that gumball machine when they finally own the country? Huh? God. Yeah. Pussies. That's what's going to come out of there. Oh, yeah. Underwear. Balled up underwear, Susan. There, you know, (laughs) (laughs) China and folks. Here we go. We're getting into the real meat now. This is Sunday night in America. God's news. Oh, yeah. Oh. I Look, admit, these kids just need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Well, exactly. I mean, right. Why would you shill for fucking St. Jude on a beautiful capitalist network? Yeah. Make these kids fucking fundraise. Sell chocolates, you fucking tumor ridden <laughs> fucking like I had to do for fucking Little League. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sell that, that tooth. You know what I had to do for Babe Ruth? I, this, 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 you'll like this guy. I think I'm, I'm getting credibility. They gave me 25 toothbrushes. They wanted us to go door to door and sell toothbrushes 
for 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 Babe That's Ruth. like some traveling salesman yeah, shit. And I remember being like, "Go sell these vacuum cleaners." And I was literally like, "You were just doing the coach's day job. Well, you didn't know it." Here's what happened: everyone would bring the toothbrushes to work, and everyone would buy them at work. That that's all it was. Well, with me, they said I was the only kid. <laughs> I was the only kid who didn't sell a toothbrush. In all of of, of of Babe Ruth. While we talk about this, I am going to go over a little bit of television league here. But I love it. Babe Ruth selling yeah, 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 fucking yeah. shit. And I was, they told me because I, I didn't sell any. I kept all. I was like, of I course am, you didn't. I am not going door to door and selling a toothbrush. I'm not. Maybe I did it two or three times. And I live in kind of a wealthy area, and everyone rege- and they reject. I was like, I'm not going. to. They rejected. I'm did not you do live? It. Well, your parents, your dad was a government guy, right? Yeah. Did yeah. you live in like an area where it was all like? government people i've heard dc's like that yeah, like kind they of, all live in like the same subdivision yeah yeah there's some of that you know there's some of that there's definitely a lot of g g force housing like government worker housing there you know so that, that's what we, but i lived in an area that was like totally wt Com- i went to stonewall jackson middle school okay that was the name of them they didn't change that until, until two, like years, two ago. years ago yeah, yeah like, like the height of blm COVID realized, really made you know? people see the country because like you had to be in, so I feel like COVID is when people finally Googled the names of high schools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, and George Floyd essentially was oh, like, Oh, yeah, yeah. That, we need that, to that clean was the up. breaking point. Yeah. The fucking the Stone Marie Douglas Leathernecks and shit like that. <laughs> and fucking change those names. But the point is that it was white trash. A lot of government people. And the I, fiery uh, cooters. Yeah. Of yeah. fucking St. Augustine. But I felt like I, I was on a good, uh, I was on a good roll there. We were talking about uh, Stone. Um, you're where you grew up in your neighborhood, Stoneman yeah. Douglas. No, was, no, no, no. Yeah, Stonewall Jackson. Stonewall Jackson. Yeah, I was, was I was talking about that. government people in the same neighborhood. That's yeah, what I asked you yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's all good. I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll figure I'll, it out. Yeah, it'll happen. It'll, it'll hit me. But it, well, it, moving just, to TV league anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to. It was bitching surf, about the younger generation in some. Well, and you were talking form. about selling vacuum cleaners. Yeah, for your exactly. I was the only person. Speaking of selling, we'll go to Shark Tank. I was the only person of all the kids in, in Babe Ruth who didn't sell a single toothbrush. All the other kids only sold one. And I was like, and then, and then they said, you know something, Brian? Brian, he bought, he bought one for himself. And I was like, I don't give a shit. This is a ridiculous idea. You know, I was 15. Yeah. Uh, th- th- that's why I knew I didn't fit Look in very well. A-Rod on the panel. Try selling your toothbrush to these cats. Single mother. Totally relate with that. Why is he? A few like- things I don't like. Because baseball's an industry. Well, I'm sure he's trying to portray himself as like a, you know, he's a businessman. But Listen, such- when I get into get rich quick schemes, this is the plan I lay out. <laughs> All right, guys. Why is this a $1.6 million valuation? As you guys well know, uh, a company at a stage like us, the valuation is more of an art than a science. But we've oh. talked to experts. <laughs> <laughs> this show is in the league, baby. Oh, I believe it. This I, scores I points. Popular, yeah. The new yeah. episodes. Speaking of that, look at the, they're shows. rocking. Ba- they are nervous. They're rocking back and forth. Oh they got yeah, bad, like because b- uh, DDP language. Yoga got big off this. This is the sad part about this show. It will launch your product. Yeah. I believe it. I mean, look at those shirts. They made squirrel shirts, for Christ's sakes. Look at him just thinking about investing in Bitcoin. I know exactly. (laughs) So hang out. I write some poetry. Okay. I actually wanted him to become the owner of the Cubs. The league wouldn't allow it. Oh, this guy? (laughs) So here we go. I'm going to go over the Flix Patrol uh, top standings. I'll give this a little bit of volume. Yeah, you can hear it. Um, Netflix Wednesday uh, scored number one, 50 points. Firefly Lane, 40 points. And a show called 1899. It looks like it's about the Bermuda Triangle. 
got 35 points. Not Yellowstone, 1923. Yellowstone, uh, yeah, no, 1923, Talking 18 I feel like that's the new prequel strategy of like, just fucking predate it. You know, you're gonna just take my land. The government's gonna take my land. Yeah. That's what we're gonna, gonna, gonna do. The, the fucking, what is their name? The McDougal family. You're or fucking, gonna get me off of my land? You know, Kevin <laughs> Costner has, has a show, an extension of Yellowstone on Fox, Fox News's streaming service. He goes to the national parks and just like wistfully talks about how like the kids don't get it probably. Yeah. I just want to understand these people. These racists. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, hey, the national parks are a uh, that's a crown jewel of the country. But that, yeah, uh, Trump, like there was a, a giant area of New Mexico, a big mining area that Clinton and Gore had basically said it's off limits for mining that Trump completely turned over, mm-hmm. saying was excessive federal Fixing overreach. You know, because that that's what they're they just deregulated it all. Ooh, I fucking this is what's gonna on the happen. Side of my chair. It's all good. I hit my balls. You guys saw that, right? You're seeing the Viking highlights right now, aren't you? Right there. What's Viking, up? The Viking highlights are on. The Viking behind you. Oh, it's just, yeah, highlights. that's playing. You want to watch the Viking highlights? Yeah, exactly. I want to put those on. Do you? I'll, yeah, I do, okay. actually. Yeah. I do, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I just want to, you know, I think it'll be good. End zone, Adam Thielen looking oh. for a flag. So, well, I yeah, got, you I'm going to go over the top scores here for you. Sure. So House of the Dragon took 52 on HBO Max. So look at Cook break this guy's ankles here. Look at this. Look at this. this is a good Wouldn't it be hook. great if they actually broke his ankles at some point? If the yeah. guy like came <laughs> apart like fucking Lucas. I, when, when fucking when Fields had that touchdown run last week, he, he busted that guy's ankles. That guy fell down. So we had a pretty hardcore fight between Rick and Morty and House of the Dragon. It's been mm. going back and forth as I've been doing God, the scores. Rick and Morty is huge. So House of the Dragon got 52 points on HBO Max. It got uh 50 points on itunes it got uh 40 points on the google store and i think that's it and then rick and morty got 35 points on voodoo rick and morty got 35 points on amazon and that's it so far it's starting to knock off a little bit yellowstone got 40 points for paramount plus yellowstone also got 40 points on voodoo Yellowstone also scored uh, 40 points on iTunes. Wow. Um, Abbott Elementary scored this week, came in second place on Hulu, 42 points. This was points. a big play, if I'm not mistaken. Cousins yeah. fires to the outside. He dropped that. Hawkinson dropped that pass. That was a big play. And then the network winners of the week, NCIS scored uh, first place on Monday, 51 points. Got a point yeah. for the demographic. The Voice took first place on Tuesday for 51 points. That show still has life. Oh, yeah. You know? And then uh, it took second place on Monday as well. So it also got an additional. So that's, what, 84 points for The Voice? Yeah, absolutely. In a week, that's a nice chunk of change. On Wednesday, uh, the Chicago shows took the podium. Fire, Med, and PD, first through third place. Yeah. Uh, Young Sheldon, our fucking frenemy Young Sheldon, working its way up. It's number seven now in the top 20. What has it got? Fucking... 731 points. I know Lance Barber, who plays the father. He was a comic back in Chicago. And then Blue Bloods, damn it, got first place on Friday. 53. (laughs) Do this product. You gotta do it. They won't let me stop filming until you buy one. (laughs) You know, I'm Tom Selling. This this play hurt him, too. They, get, they initially called it a, that route, yeah. but because he had to come back to the football, will that challenge. wasn't a first down. They didn't call He's it a first the red down. Flag. No shit. Yeah, they, 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 
They have such a thin margin of error because their defense is so bad that when their uh, offense is not executing well, that they don't win. Their defense, they need to get four or five new starters on defense, Keith. They need, they need a pretty big overhaul. They need a lot of youth and guys who can run, you know. Hell yeah, they need That's youth. What they need. Oh yeah, I didn't see that. Probably so let's meter. run through Jesus the Christ. the show's championship here. House of the Dragon is in first place for now yeah. with one thousand five hundred and sixty three points. Yeah, Rick and Morty is number two with one thousand five hundred and forty five points. And then we got a two hundred point drop off with Yellowstone at thirteen twelve. Grey's Anatomy at eleven eighty seven. And what place is Grey's Anatomy? Fourth. Okay. And then fifth place is Game of Thrones. That's kind of tied to House of the Dragon. They increase similarly. Yeah. Because after House of the Dragon, I think people just roll right over to Game of Thrones. Yeah. Pass out. I really wonder how much of streaming is people falling asleep and just letting their (laughs) shit run. I wonder. I bet you that's why they embedded the thing into Netflix that like stops it and asks if you want to continue because they don't want ratings to inflate. Yeah. They don't want people just dozing off and fucking (laughs) running through Grey's Anatomy. This drive was key. This is towards the end of the first half. This is where Cook fumbles. But but, but they totally had a good drive. This is a response drive. They moved the ball well here. Weren't they down like 28 to 7 at some point? No, they weren't. Here's what's telling about football. Here's what's telling about football. So it's it's about a three-hour broadcast. Yeah. There's 18 and a half minutes of football played. Oh, I know. And these highlight packages are 12 to 15 minutes. Yeah. That means yeah. this is pretty much the whole game. Absolutely. Cousins Here's throws, see, this is a good play. They didn't call that a first down. That's wild. They, they didn't call that a first that's down That's wild either. because Justin yeah. Fields and then, just well, reaches well, well, Watch this. Watch this. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Well, what happens here? Fumble. Oh, there we go. And he kicks it and gains. And the and they, they, got a, they missed a field goal on this, though. The Lions did. But then the Vikings got the opening kickoff, had a little bit of a drive, punted it. But they stopped the Lions three and out, and the Lions faked a punt and got 25 yards. Speaking of football, so, Crow, here's yeah. how powerful the NFL is. Sunday Night Football has 528 points and is 14th in the TV league. Wow. So wow. It, it's going to hang in there, too. Yeah, absolutely. That'll probably be 40 by the end of the year. That, that, that play was brutal. That Sunday Night Football them. is a top 40 television show. Oh, yeah? The Emmys don't want you to know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Can you imagine just... if the NFL won the Emmy for best show every year? <laughs> Maybe that is going to be point. so. That's what's cool. What was cool about that Bardo movie? We saw the movie Bardo. Yeah. Um, it takes place in a fantastical world, like where, like on the news in the background, Amazon bought Cali, the North Mexico, <laughs> and they call it like the United Mexican States of America. Wow. And like even the, they're like real hardcore rate. It was a it was a pretty wild movie. Well, it's like Birdman, but with Mexican shit. Oh, interesting. Like the movie starts with the dude. Like, so essentially it's about this reporter who's from Mexico, but moved to the United States, became very famous and like had a has a fucked up life. But the way they portray the fucked up shit, like at the beginning of the movie, the wife has a kid and the doctor goes, he wants to go back in. And the wife's like, what? And they go, yeah, he says the world's too fucked up. And they shove the kid back in the wife's pussy. (laughs) But that's an analogy for the kid dying. Oh, okay. like 15 minutes later, you're like, oh, the kid died. Oh, and then like they're wow. fucking later and the kid's head pops out of her vagina. Wow. And like, that's just like the thing they create. And throughout the movie, a lot of things like this happen. Like there's a scene where he goes back to Mexico and he's talking to like an American government person. And they're yeah. trying to like leverage his story about coming back to Mexico of like make the United States sound good and you'll get better stories when you come back home. And while that's all going on, this big uh, reenactment of the Mexican-American War happens all around him. Wow. And it's like all this very like 
it's she was telling me in Mexico they play hard on that like fantastical reality shit because that's how they cover uh magical realism they call yeah. it like that's how yeah. they cover for their fucked up lives like yeah. your child didn't die it didn't it was scared and wanted to go back up into the mom like wow that's how they so the movie is all about anytime there's something like fuck, that kind of folks anytime right? there's yeah. a fantasy happening you just know it's to cover something awful that's really happening in this guy's life oh, okay so the entire movie is like that like he'll be walking down the street and people will just fucking start samba dancing and shit and like the one thing that annoyed me is it goes on a little too long. Like there's a scene where the yeah. whole movie he's wrestling with his relationship with Mexico. Yeah. And there's a scene where he's walking down the street and like all the people start dropping dead to represent the random missing that go in, in Mexico because yeah. people just go missing. Yeah. And then like fucking uh, Aztec statues start appearing and shit and he walks toward one. No shit crow for yeah. like three minutes. Like just walks down the street towards this big thing. And you're like, get on with it already, dude. I get it. He's walking towards this pie. Like, go. Like, I don't need to see him walk the whole way there. Yeah, yeah. He's not saying any. You're just hearing his footsteps. Yeah. Two and a half minutes where you're like, get on. Like where you're like, this is too artsy. Yeah. Like he climbs a pile of dead Aztecs and you're like, I don't need to see him climb God. the whole pile. Yeah. Sounds you could have him start climbing and then the next scene it cuts to him on the top. So it's, yeah, I get exactly, it. Exactly. He's climbing a giant pile of dudes. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like they had a filler. Here's, here's, a, here's a Viking driver too. They score a touchdown on this drive Doesn't and they, the did, they went for two. They went for two, Keith, when they scored a touchdown here. Isn't that weird? It's yeah. a weird choice. See, they scored it. It's a good play by Thielen. Well, that is, I, yeah, that's weird because you don't need to win this game. Well, well it's also, no, no, yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, at the end of the day, maybe that's their mentality. It doesn't matter if we lose, so I guess it, let's try to win. I, I thought it was a weird move. Because then, the, okay, then throw it to Jefferson now. That's what you do. And then they try to do this bubble screen here that Thielen's 32-year-old old white man body can't move fast enough, you know? I didn't like that play call. Uh, that, that's the first time Kevin O'Connell this year has made a call that I didn't, I that really didn't, didn't agree trust. with. That I didn't agree with. That's the first time. Hey, we're in week fucking 13. I'm saying that. You know what I mean? Like, he's been pretty he's damn good. He's a smart good. guy. He's a good looking guy. You think he's you know? hot? That'd be funny if you think he's hot. <laughs> but no, but, but I think he's actually been a pretty good, I think he's been decent enough. I mean, for what they are. Would it know? be weird for you that, like, cause like, here's something that it, does it weird you out that a lot of these coaches are younger than you now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, There's if no you met it. Kevin O'Connell, you couldn't cheese to him the same way you would a Denny Green or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, my God. Uh, Mr. O'Connell. I know. Yeah. He's I'm 20 years, years older than you. I cried when the Vikings lost to the Bears in 1975. <laughs> really? Like, that, that means nothing to me. <laughs> He'd be looking up at you because <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's probably five foot ten. Well, yeah. Look, O'Connell's a relatively big. Whatever. You know, they the biggest mistake they made was uh, hiring Ed Donatel because Ed Donashelling. That makes it. me upset because I love Vic Fangio. Yeah. The Bears D hasn't been the same since Fangio. Yeah. And I just sucks that his guys aren't good. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a, t they're implementing a 3 4 defense with talent that is really at a 4 3 defense level. Daniil Hunter is not functioning well in this defense. He hasn't been able to exploit his talent. So they were expecting him to have a really good year, and, and he, he's just not had it. So to the broadcasters' championship, they caught this. Yeah. it's pretty much a two horse race. We have Paramount Global with 9,698 points. Ooh. And then number two is the Walt Disney Company with 8,652. Yeah. Uh, and it wow. tracks the same. So check this out. Three is Warner Brothers Discovery, 5,348. And four is Comcast. And there's a rumor wow. that those two companies are going to merge. So it's just interesting wow. how those two people see that, like, 
you know, we're three and four. And I think they look at Disney and Paramount and they're like, well, they're only yeah. who they are because they're just acquiring all this shit. Yeah. So like, it just makes sense that yeah. we merge here and become one entity so we can compete with Paramount and Disney. Again, this is not, co- this is not capitalism. It's an oligarchy. It's an oligarchy that accepts like three to four players in the market. You know? And then that's that, ex- so this, this is how powerful cable is. And I want to illustrate this for yeah. people. Everyone was tugging streaming's dick. Netflix runs it. Fucking Amazon runs it. But yeah. Amazon is popular not off their streaming. That's a fucking fun game for them. Like Netflix was ruled the roost. And then cable was like, hold my beer, dog. I'm yeah. about to go purchase every fucking television station on planet Earth. Yeah. And make a streaming service and put all that shit on there. Wow. So now they've even in ca- like they've taken cable and they're like, okay, we're going to buy your we're going to do original programming like Netflix and throw every episode of South Park on here and wow. throw every like they're just competing hard. Like yeah. people talk shit about cable and then cable was like, we'll show you what a streaming giant yeah, looks like. Yeah. Wow. To where Netflix is buried now. They're at sixth place with 2,301 points. That's wow. fucking 7,000 points off the lead. Wow. Like that's and, and, and again, who's number one again? I'm sorry. It is Paramount. It's Paramount. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Keep playing. Which is CBS. That's Paramount Plus. It's fucking Nickelodeon. It's fucking. Look at this play that Jefferson. I don't know what the call was. I got to see this. Look at this play. At the 33. He hits hits principal. He he, he stayed through. He he, he followed through. He he did not go out of bounds here. This is a touchdown. This is a touchdown for him. Look at this play he makes. This is a touchdown, too. I don't know why you're looking back at the quarterback. If I don't you know. were going to jam him, jam him and watch him. Look at this. He does not go out of bounds here. And they called him out of bounds. And that this play Jacobs, was huge. Just keep running and play the that was a great play. He's fucking good. You know? Yeah. And then Apple has has entered the league because now they're keeping track of all of Apple's things. So C, which is that Jason Momoa show where he's a blind fucking Hawaiian or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then we have this Echo 3 that debuted at 40 points. Oh, what, what's that? What's that show? What's that I don't about? even know. Let's look it up. It's like a, it sounds like a what? science fiction Echo 3. special oh, it's probably about thing. a little tiny fucking robot that is a, a town <laughs> falls My in love Echo with. Echo 3. Ooh, I live in Littleton, Colorado. Kind of like the uh, the robot in Rocky 4. When brilliant scientist Amber <laughs> you know? Ch- Chessborough goes missing along with the Columbia Ven- along the Columbia-Venezuela border, her brother and husband, both elite U.S. Army commandos, struggle to find her against the backdrop of a guerrilla war. What is that fucking? This is fucking uh, that Gene Hackman movie, Uncommon Uncommon Valor. Valor. <laughs> where, they, where they go? Yeah, this is how they ended the game. They they ran that guy in motion. Then they kicked the field goal, right? Yeah. I the when I turned it on, the Vikings had a chance to like hold them and yeah. get the ball back. Yeah. But, but I mean, they went no for it. Ever made the, the Lions went for it this game, and they played a pretty oh, damn dude. Good I game, mean, Dan you know? Campbell cries if he loses, so he oh, needs yeah. to win every time. He even cries when they win sometimes. Yeah. So. So honestly, I, I don't think the Vikings played that bad. And I think the Lions are actually a decent team. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, th- their defense sucks. We'll go through some. Yeah. And then right now I'm going to go over a couple yeah. shows that are just going to crack the podium. Sure. Like, so The Crown and this show called Elite almost made the podium. Uh, Elite is when it's a, sp- a show from Spain. When three working class kids enroll in the most elusive, exclusive school in Spain, the clash between the wealthy and the poor students lead to tragedy. European shows are wild because it's just like when the fucking Basque government fucking it's just all these weird like political offshoots. and Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Harry and Megan almost cracked in there. That fucking stupid oh, interview they I, have. I, I, I've seen that. That was number four. Wow. 
Uh, and then just out of the Rick and Morty almost cracked the top three, the White Lotus. A lot of CW shows getting in that HBO race. Wow. Isn't White Lotus, isn't it having its uh, it's a climatic uh, uh, episode this yeah. week or something? Or they remade like? Willow. That's a show on Disney Plus now. Yeah, I got saw third that. Place. Yeah, they remade That's got Willow. 35 points. No midgets. I just, my mind is not. Not a midge. I, I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons. So, <laughs> so I, my mind doesn't work that way. I don't know. The. That, that, that's like a story element of people now. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of goofy. Anyway, I'll post the graphics for all the TV League stuff. Let's go to TV history. Let's close this bitch out. Sure. Strong. This, this Cowboy team should have lost at home to the Texans. Should have lost at home to the Texans. Oh, yeah. They saved it at the end. Yeah. Down to the well, this is another win that might cost them. You fucking waste your energy beating the Texans. Yeah. And you don't save yourself for the first round of the playoffs because you're not going to get the bye. Well, yeah. What I'm hoping, frankly, with the Vikings, you know, the, the, they have four games left. They're probably going to go two and two. They'll be 12 and five. To me, sit guys the last couple weeks. Just sit them. Win the division. You're not going to be the number one seed. Oh, he fumbled that. You know, um, you know, you, you, you're not going to win the division. You're not going to be the number one seed and just rest people. They need to get their offensive. Uh, Dara Shaw still hasn't played in almost in four weeks, you know, in, in three or four games. He hasn't played. So he's got to play in a little bit because he's a very good football player. You know, they need him. But his brains are scrambled. The, the, the CTE. Ooh, ooh, I'm sorry, my frontal lobe. Listen, you're playing football. You should sacrifice your future mental health and mental well being, getting your brain jarred around for our entertainment. Don't you understand that? You should be playing with your concussion. Actually, no, you shouldn't. It's actually a horrible, horrible thing to do to someone. You will shorten their life by many, many, many years. Yeah, I'm if going to TV that. history here. I like it. No. Good idea. Yeah. I like, so this, this day, December. The week of December 5th. Well, I want to get the December. videos. So I, this is just what the, vi the video thing here. Yeah. I, I'm trying to get two separate things here. I should have had it better planned. It's okay. Um, I got to go to the web browser here. Listen, so I have this up. I wouldn't be talking about this unless you, the reverse mortgage is a good idea. Some of them like Sean Flannery. <laughs> but then they also have one with Joe, uh, Joe Namath. Oh, yeah. I've seen Listen, that one. Listen, man. <laughs> Get that health insurance. It'll make you all cool, dude. Listen, you know, hey, do you still think you're cool and you're 68? Come on. Oof. Yeah, Joe Namath was synonymous with cool in, in the early 70s. You know? <laughs> what I mean, he had a television show for a, for a year. That's how big Joe Namath was. He had a television show in New York City. They recorded it on Tuesdays, and they would just get drunk as skunks. You know, during, during the filming. Here's the show I wanted. And he'd talk about, like, men's fashion and stuff. But he also said he was actually hurting while he was filming it, so he didn't like doing it, you know? Because he had taken a beating just two days earlier, you know? I apologize. I had it pulled up. I forgot I was going to... Oh, Mr. Willoughby's Christmas Tree. This is what I wanted to watch. <laughs> this is a Jim Henson thing from 1995. Wow. Was he still alive? No, 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 no. He'd been, he died in the 80s, didn't he? Yeah, I think his his son Brian was doing this, but they kept the name alive. Well, they have a studio over on like Fairfax. Yeah, they have a reality show where they let. Here we go. I know. So I dropped a people over there who wanted to go visit it. You know, they wanted to tour it. You know, as they got. I got multiple things going here. Hang on. Shut that off. Oh, there's Holmes. Famous Holmes. I see the Holmes. Stalker Channing is in this. 
He's the very Nielsen as Baxter. On those trees. Mr. Willoughby. Now, Mr. Willoughby loves Christmas more than anyone in the Mr. Willoughby thinks there's a war on Christmas. <laughs> the holiday season doesn't truly begin until, until Jesus rises from the grave. What if it's just Kermit talking about the... Th th that he joins up with Kirk Cameron. What is that the equivalent on on the left? On the right, that, that that's their uh, that's their weird oh, fear. Oh, we're other, like uh, I we yeah. celebrate the druid fucking stone mass, where we <laughs> no, fucking no. we smash chicken blood into a stone, like getting into all sorts of like where does Christmas come from? Let's do different cultural things. I see we do Kwanzaa in our house. <laughs> I I see where you're going, dude. There was a Hallmark movie. Here's yeah. where it is now. Here's the modern Christmas. Yeah, there was a Hallmark. So Lifetime does this thing called mahogany. Which is all black guy oh, yeah. movies. Yes. And they did a mahogany Christmas movie. Really? With a uh, name where, like mahogany. Where about, so this black family did the yeah. Christmas prince about a strapping black man who's the Christmas prince. And like he kissed Rudolph on the nose. And that's how he got, like, it's just all sort like Santa, but not Santa. Yeah. No, not old, not an old white guy. It's a hot African <laughs> fucking prince. What a bizarre twist, you know? There was a moment in the movie where the daughter was upset because she goes, Brandon says Santa Claus gets you your presents and not the Christmas prince. And the mom has to go like, well, that's what his family believes. And I was just like, this is bullshit. Like, like this is too much. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, but, but I think just make Santa black. I met him at the hospital all the time. I'm talking about the right wing fear though, that they're taking over Christmas. There is no left wing fear of that. No, 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 not about, but what is the left wing equivalent? Like, oh, you're not recognizing transgender. Like, what, 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 what are they? Well, what's the equivalent of that for the left? Like a ridiculous. Because, because yeah, because the thing. right, the right wing of like, oh, they're, they're afraid that, uh, you know, whatever Christmas is going to be, Christmas I don't know, is probably be microaggressions. You know, I'm trying to microaggressions are probably it well micro. I get what you're saying. What is the left's annoy? Like how the war on Christmas is annoying. Yeah, yeah. Like what yeah. is the left wing's annoying, annoying fight? thing? Like probably that. microaggressions. Yeah, maybe. God, we're like it is. You can't subtly. Uh, you can't subtly imply that someone has a flaw. It's, it's that's a microaggression. Uh, like when yeah. you say when you when if you tell someone they're late, like you you're late a lot. That's a microaggression. Yeah. No. No. It's because you're. You got to be told you're late. You have to be responsible. Like, you can't say things, anything so. that implies a deficiency in, in in any way that you might not be aware of. There's a reason they could be late. They could have a colostomy bag or something Th like that. That may be, but you know something. Th then then that's got to be made clear. HR's got to make that clear. Someone to you, we you used know? to like my open mic power hour. Yeah. Someone reviewed it. Like someone talked about how fun it was on Facebook. Like oh, power hour was so fun. And someone commented, "I hear it's kind of microaggressive." And I commented, I go, it's macro aggressive. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, well, yeah, the microaggression is, because again, their fear of camps, oh my God, they're, they're coming after Christmas. What's the left wing fear? Oh my God, they're coming after. What's the left wing fear of that? Oh my God, they're coming after. You know, they're coming after. Um, no, they're coming after Christmas. Oh, I mean, that's what the, where the left is on point. The left's fear is all they're coming after our lives. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 like, yeah. That's their fears. Yeah. Now they might go a little extreme of like when someone, like the, I feel like sometimes people on the left's immediate thing is just yeah. like, why do you want me dead? And it's just yeah, like, yeah, whoa, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. don't understand this thing you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to yeah. where like the idea that like the misunderstanding of something leads to death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, going like to in that some place cases it might. Yeah, where like if you let something fester too long. Like, yeah, 
homophobia and transphobia yes but yep, like yep yep no no I, I, yeah I, I hear that yeah and, and or I even sh- with transphobia sometimes i think you can be transphobic and still not want them dead well, yeah. to where i think sometimes yeah. the left kind of couples that too much of just like yeah you voted for this person so obviously you want homosexuals to die yeah, where you're like yeah. pump the brakes a little <laughs> bit like let's find out about the person first yeah 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 no, no, no. i know i know i hear what you're saying i hear i mean obviously i i you know i am no fan of uh the tangerine nightmare you know that but yeah but i, I hear what you're saying but in I general mean, yeah. i will say when the left complains about something being under the attack it's truly under attack yeah yeah. And it's about something real, like people's rights, like yeah, going after, yeah. like defending a holiday is stupid. Yeah. Even if they are attacking Christmas, so what? I know. <laughs> no, but it's capitalism has destroyed Christmas more yeah, than any yeah, religion. Exactly. It's just the softest fucking mm-hmm. most stressful. You know how stressed out I am oh. that like I can't buy more than one person in my life Christmas presents. Yeah. I just can't afford it. Yeah. So like every yeah. year, that's my pick. Who's getting Christmas presents? Yeah. And now it's always her. So yeah. like, I just got to justify like, well, family, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. You get them things. What? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it also like, yeah, yeah. I, I think with, uh, no, you're absolutely right about, about that sort of dimension of it. Yeah. I found what I found so about Christmas was the preparation. Like I remember it was a few times. My mom had family over, and we'd have like twenty people in our house. Is that fucking and, John Travolta? And, and that was extremely, extremely. No, it's not, it looks like Robert Downey Jr. Uh, and, uh, it, it was extremely stressful. I found stressful. Hol- I found them very stressful holidays. Yeah, with family, a lot of family coming together, and like people who didn't really get along very well and being kind of put in this. They didn't give a pot, rat's patoot. You know? and, and I was just, and, and it was just like I don't know. It was a kind of a forced thing sometimes, which I didn't really like. I, I dropped out of it. I, I, I keep in contact with about five people from my family. And that's it. it, it, it it's too I still like the idea of Muppets narrating a real holiday party. <laughs> that's when Uncle Charlie pulled out his sawed-off shotgun and started talking about the plight of Native Americans. Who, who, Let's peek in on it. <laughs> who, who is that guy? I don't know. It's not Stockard Channing. No, no that, that, that's a, a, that's a woman. You got to hear the voice. Oh, that's quite good. Oh, sir. I think that is Robert Downey Jr. Is that Robert Downey Jr.? He really needed to make that court money. This is when he got caught fucking walking into his neighbor's house. Smacked of ingeniosity. Okay, children, give me room. Dude, this is how powerful TV was. Let's see how many people watched it. This was 95? 95, December 6, 1995. 8.8 million people watched this. Is that Robert Downey Jr.? Is it? uh, Let's see. I'm going to let's 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 find out the fucking. I feel like it is. The what's what. Let's find out the what's what about this. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Listen now to it while we find out. Because this is when he was definitely oh, no, going on the I abyss. So this is based on a book. Say I. Say? No, no, no. It is Where Robert Downey Jr. God. A single f- uh, Christmas tree becomes the source of cheer for the people and animals living around Mr. Willoughby's estate, who is Robert Downey Jr., based on the children's book of the same name. No, no. I say you take this treetop up to I okay. say you pay me so I can go pay my lawyer. <laughs> yeah, again, this was when he was be- he was beginning to really become a a, a junkie, like a true drug addict. So I got a minute. His story is pretty interesting. I'm like, I thought he was oh, done. He came man. back. Yeah, and he came back. You know, I mean, he's a leading man. Iron Man you know? was really his comeback. It's I mean, huge. he did independent movies, yeah. but that was his true star comeback. Oh yeah, yeah. And Downey Jr. I think made it possible to come back. Yeah. Like before, like uh, Mickey Rourke got the Downey treatment yeah. after that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like I think that's how that's how much of a copycat and like glom honors Hollywood is. They're just like, let's find another addict and revive them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you look fucked up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we can clean you up. What's Tom yeah, Sizemore yeah, doing? Exactly. God, what is he doing? God, he is heroin. Yeah, yeah. I think he's probably on. Could he be on Skid Row? No, I think he got. I think Sizemore cleaned himself up. I hope he was man in the late nineties or. From like he was in Born on the Fourth of July, like in 1989, he was in uh, you know he was in a lot of big movies, you know. Let's see if there's any Tom Sizemore news. He always he was a like, horror guy, right? Oh uh, uh, yeah. fuck yeah! I, I think he had god a, damn it. I think I got to remember I'm problem. on a different keyboard. Yeah, he, he uh, Tom Sizemore had problems. It's safe to say that he oh that's Stockard Channing right there. She was in Greece. Look at this cast. I wonder if it was also like a part of Hollywood, like, okay, we all do drugs. Uh, I mean, fucking Nielsen, I don't get, I don't, the Naked Gun movies aren't funny. Leslie Nielsen isn't funny. Like, it was always just him with like, like that. He's standing there with candles on his head. Like, what the fuck is funny about this? They sure are. It looks like they're torturing an old man, is what it looks like. (laughs) Weird. Don't you know uh, anything? The first, the first Naked Gun is a good movie. The first Naked Gun is good. I, I stand behind the first Naked Gun. Like, the Naked Gun to me, here's, I, yeah. I don't know. All I know is the, which, whichever one they go to Angel Stadium. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's to the me, the one. humor of that is just like, they throw a pitch and the ump's like, strike 27. And everybody's yeah, yeah. like, ha, 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 because there's only three strikes in the game. <laughs> like, oh, my God, with this 1950s well, bullshit. Well, what it was is he was also doing because. When the crowd cheered, the umpire also wanted to be cheered. You know, when, they, when he cheered, when he called a strike, then he handed up more and he started breakdancing. You know, but that was, I remember seeing that it's in the It's a theater. fake-ass airplane. At, 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 oh, yeah, it's, it's the same people who did airplane, obviously. Uh, it is, uh, I was 19 years old, and I remember being in hysterics over that movie. It, it, hasn't, it hasn't aged that No. Well. It has not aged that well. It's no. got some funny OJ moments. was in fucking that Absolutely. movie, isn't he? And, and the, 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 the commercial for it, I remember seeing this in college, was, was Leslie Nielsen looking up a ladder and saying, nice beaver to a woman. It's, it's Priscilla Presley's legs. And she says, thanks, and hands him a beaver. Like, whoa, he's looking up her skirt, man. Yeah. Like, like, that was a joke still, you know? Like, have you ever seen Splash with John Candy and Hanks? Oh, yeah. That, where, where there's, there's a thing with guys who throw intentionally throw change down to look under a woman's skirt. That was a gag some guys used to do. You know, like I'm going to just throw like, women are going to notice that you're throwing yeah. change down by them and like looking up their skirt. Like, isn't that that's a little cheap, isn't it? I've never done that. So here are some things you know, that happened, that impulse, happened you know? in the week here. A couple few things. Yeah. December 6th, 1995, pop star Michael Jackson collapses during a rehearsal for his upcoming HBO special One Night Only. Wow. That was when he was starting to shave pieces off his face. Uh, oh, yeah. I think he, that he Oprah was- interview he did. In the 90s was right around then where he, they, no, that was the Bashir interview where he went into a furniture store and was just like, I'll take that. I'll take oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was like 03. 03. His, I'm wondering, I've said this before, is he going to have a buy? Whitney Houston has a biopic. That tells me the Whitney Houston estate is like, we got to get some money in here because we don't have any fucking money. So I, I'm wondering if that movie is realistic and that it does it portray Whitney Houston as a junkie. She was a big coke. No, I think it will, but I think it's gonna it's gonna try and suggest that like 
there were other forces in her life that yeah. drove her to that. Yeah, exactly. To hope- me, I'm, but I hope they just don't lump it all on Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I just hope they don't make, they seem like Bobby Brown fucking tortured her to, it to well, well, kill well, herself with yeah, yeah. cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's fucking, uh, t- again, patently ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think they got to go into her relationship with her mother. I think she had a very difficult, complex, also, strained relationship with her mom. I feel like, and I know she was super famous and had a Mariah Carey-like yeah. voice. Angelic voice. They make it seem like she's fucking the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> like that she performed to fucking hundreds of thousands of people every night. Yeah. Like, she didn't have a career for a long time. Like She got heavily into drugs. It's I Will Always Love You and then nothing yeah, after it, that. The bodyguard. The she bodyguard, has yeah. two hits. Yeah. Well, in the, in the I want to dance with somebody, yep. and I will always love you. That's it. Oh, I think she had some other hits. And there, she sang she? the national anthem. Yes, exactly. They, they, That's they're, it. They're going to have that moment. They're the using biopic. those three moments to make it seem like she was fucking <laughs> the biggest star on planet Earth. <laughs> yeah, it's still trying to like maintain that, you know. But yeah, but she... Uh, but I'm hoping and they have that moment. I'll let you go again. Yeah, yeah. They have that moment where she's in with a record executive, and she goes... I'm going to be the biggest star oh, in the world. God. Like where she don't take sass uh, from these record producers. Oh, God. Even though that's probably what drove her to drug use uh, is taking all the sass in the world. She's a disturbed human being. That's why the people who truly become the most famous are disturbed. They're disturbed people. They have Look at this shit. You want to see disturbed? Lives. Look at these guys. They're overcompensating. Because I, I, I want to say with Michael Jackson, if they can do a good Michael Jackson biopic, but the whole pedophilia element I don't know how that gets handled. I don't know how they handle that. You know what I mean? Like, how well, do they, they won't make it that? because of that. Well, they, that has to be discussed. They're gonna, they're they don't do need a biopic. Know. There's been documentaries. You yeah. got to watch these documentaries. They will never make a Michael Jackson biopic. But his life was so fucked up. Man. We all know about it, Crow. There's nothing you don't know about Michael Jackson's life, childhood, death. It's you're, been you're fully examined. Right. Yeah, what that- do you what would you like to know? I guess, again, the study in fame and why it's necessary that, uh, yeah, it's a good point. Everyone knows it. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Would there be new, ter- new territory? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're, I think you're right. Cause just, I, but I think it could be interesting because it's just, just how absolutely massive he truly was. Yeah. You people know? cried when they fucking. I, I mean, he was a the second gigantic they saw him, they cried. star. Yeah. They fainted. Fainted. The people peed Song themselves. number one. Passing uh, out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. At least pick your pass out. <laughs> At least like, do really? During, yeah, yeah. This do is where you beat it. Yeah. You know? You're going to go down there and jam? I know. <laughs> fucking song one? Because it was, when he was, with that Thriller video, he was a fucking rocket ship, man. He was huge. And again, just his inability to deal with that. I think I think that's very interesting to me. There's got to be more stories in there. Familial crap that went on that just made him what he was. And, and sort of made him live in a, in a pure fantasy world. A childlike fantasy world. I'm going to run through some events because we're probably not going to do a show until I get back. So I'm going to probably go through Christmas here. Yeah. December 8th, Father of the Bride 2 is released. You know, I've never seen either of those movies. Neither have I. I, I heard it's... I know they're huge. Yeah. And they remade it with a Puerto Rican family on HBO. Obviously. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I hear that one's bad. What, what? What? I'd be curious to see how it looks now because Martin Short plays this 
over the top gay wedding planner. Yeah. Who and it's not a. I remember getting bad press in like you know in ninety two. Yeah, yeah. In, in Wisconsin, people were like, and the way gay I wonder men if they are portrayed fixed that with ninety five. What? I don't know. I, I I'm sure that character came back. Oh yeah. I, I, that that part of it probably hasn't aged very well. It's a very kind of stereotypical gay character who gets overly excited and stuff. December thirteenth. Sense and Sensibility is he, released. He literally has he has his works right behind the table. Yeah. Right behind, he's literally like, oh. They wanted him to come in. fully out of the door, but he couldn't. No. no. I, I, I got to fix up over I'm here I'm nude for a while. from the waist down. <laughs> I'm shooting it into my testicles. High in the pine trees. I mean, this is amazing to me that he did this. This is pretty interesting to me. Oh, I mean, they probably paid him a fair amount. Oh, Because well, oh, this I was at he, the time where this was... Like I said, eight million people watched this. Oh, I know. Yeah, this is so. Not this like, was probably Downey being like, "This is eight million people." Oh, absolutely. This. I got to keep the. Yule Brenna's gonna see this. It's. All, <laughs> I have to support my my two thousand dollar a day drug habit. December fifteenth. I got to do nineteen ninety five. Jumanji is released. That movie was oh, huge, huge, huge feat in movie making. D- did you? Yeah, I finally saw it a couple years later when the Stars Network came out and they had a free trial. Remember they do the week long yeah. free trials of yeah. the movie networks? Yeah, I finally saw that. But is that. it? Is it actually? A, I never saw. It's it really was, good. Yeah, it's just them. Uh, Robin Williams plays this dude who got trapped in a video game. Uh, and yeah. like you play the game and real shit happens. You roll the dice and whatever it says really happens in your life. Yeah. And it's all jungle based. It's been made into a very pop, like more popular franchise with The Rock and Kevin yeah, Hart. There's exactly. fucking four of them and shit. I know. They've Isn't that amazing. December 15th, 1995, over in England, the final episode of Mr. Bean is aired. Wow. I didn't I- like Mr. Bean. I had some friends who did and I thought they were boring. Yeah. That's why I didn't like The Simpsons because my friends who like The Simpsons also like Mr. Bean and shit. And I was just like, well, that sucks. So how good is The Simpsons? <laughs> no, The Simpsons is better than Bean. Bean is okay. I remember like waiting in line at, at Six Flags and they had Bean videos playing. It was just like, God. You know, because they, they used to not have when I when I went to uh, amusement parks in the late seventies, early eighties, they had no entertainment like that. You just you took your medicine and you waited thirty eight minutes in line for that fucking roller coaster. And it felt like an eternity. They did they didn't feed you everything. Oh, here we go. You know. December 20th, 1995, Buckingham Palace announces that the Queen has advised Prince Charles and Lady Diana to divorce. Wow. Wow. And then December 20th, also on that day, NATO begins its peacekeeping mission in Bosnia. Yeah. Also on that day, 159 people are killed when American Airlines Flight 965 crashes into a mountain in Buga, Colombia. Yeah. Ooh, what's that one? I wonder if that, that, that wasn't a... Uh, Let's Google that. No, there was no air terrorism yeah, yeah, happening at that yeah, point. At that point, I think he had been offed. I think uh, the big guy had been offed. You know? uh, let's see here. What a bizarre life to be a drug lord of that level. The crash was the first U.S.-owned 757 accident. is currently the deadliest aviation accident to occur in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what happened. 12 seconds before the plane hit the, hit a mountain... Uh, named the Deluge, a ground proximity warning activated, announcing an imminent terrain collision. Here's the, what the fuck happened. Yeah, it must have. I'm guessing there were some weather conditions going on. Yeah, then they weren't says seeing, the they weren't seeing here. Something. There was a dense fog. Or it's a po- okay. Snow. So here we go. Summary: Controlled flight into terrain caused by navigational error and pilot error. They probably input the wrong shit, and when they took off, they just took off into a fucking yeah. mountain. God. Oops. Sorry. I That's forgot. why when you're picking your airline, you pick which one has the happiest pilots. Yeah. 
because airplane crashes are always pilot error. Yeah. You want them focused. Yeah. You want them calm and you want them happy with their job. Yeah. Not pissed off and fighting a hangover. Delta and Southwest are the two American airlines that have the happiest pilots. Yeah. Lionel Richie marries Diane Alexander, December 21st, 95. Who gave a fuck about that? I didn't. He was a has-been by that point. That was before, like... Christmas 95, Dean Martin died from lung cancer? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking wild. Yeah, absolutely. And then four days later, 12 Monkeys was released. I saw 12 Monkeys in the theater. Isn't that a Terry Gilliam movie? Yes, with Brad Pitt. All the hipsters love Gilliam. Uh, You know, I, I mean, I of course liked... I mean, I mean, you know... Holy Grail is is an epic comedic experience in my in my development as a human being, but I I, I don't I don't like some of his movies. Uh, what was that movie? Like Fisher King? Not good. No, I not liking it. Trying to yeah. run through ninety the rest of this week and see if there's any other cool Christmas stuff, but I think that might be it. Wow. <clears throat> One Angry Man Survivor. This, yeah, Dateline was done with OJ stuff at that point. Well, yeah. Well, so they finally got to air the entire year of 1995's programming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, because because yeah, I mean OJ the the, the Dude, verdict they, was, three I was or four look, months earlier. I was looking at the names of these some of these Dateline OJ specials. They have specials about like individual jurors. Oh yeah, Margaret Smith, juror X, what she thought about the situation. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, dude. But well, dude, it's looking like that's the only thing here. Let me wind it down a little bit. Let's fucking close it down. Let's go back to the to the regular TV. Did you have a good time, Pro? I had a great time. I enjoyed it All very right. much. So I we can link. Do. We got. We can now. We, <clears throat> Crow has agreed to do the show over Zoom when he has time. Yep. I figured out how to put him on the on the screen here. I think it's a great idea. So we can do that. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I will text on that. You know, but this is a good show. Thanks for talking me down after a Viking loss, but they're ten and three still, so I'm not totally upset with them. You know. Yeah. No, it's all good. So, yeah, uh, I guess as I fire up the music here, follow the show, twitch.tv slash this is Keith Pazel. Yep. Uh, I'm going to put the shows on YouTube, but they get chewed up. So just follow the Twitch stream. It's better. Uh, also, follow our go get into our Facebook group, TIKP, the Superstation. Yeah. Uh, it's the official group. You post all the shit you're watching on TV, make fun of each other, all that fucking nonsense. Uh, but until then, yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for watching. Absolutely. Good we show. love all of you. Uh, we'll see ya. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air?